Be sure to check out an up-and-coming new podcast about anything and everything Marvel. The Marvel Fan Rave Podcast, hosted by Jonathan. The show is his platform to give unique views on the entire 80-year Marvel Universe. Be they a man in an iron suit, the king of a reclusive African nation, or the god of thunder, they're all relevant to Jonathan and his immense passion for the House of Ideas. If you're looking for an impassioned, informed, and engaging perspective on the mighty Marvel world, then check out the Marvel Fan Rave Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere you stream your content. The Marvel Fan Rave Podcast is a definite must-listen. episode 598 for February 2020, and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. That opening song is a very cool rendition uh, of the uh, Spider-Man theme song from the 60s as performed by the Big Bernstoff Band. If you go to Big Bernstoff Band on YouTube, you can check them out. It's a very cool rendition. Before we get to our episode, I want to thank people that made this episode possible that you could listen to it. They went on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. They logged on and said, hey, we enjoy what you do. Keep doing more of it. And as a thank you, they get their name listed at the front of every episode. They also get some exclusive podcasts like Spider Satellites every month. They also recently got a DVD uh, audio commentary of Amazing Spider-Man 2. We all put the DVD in. We all watched it and did a comment, live commentary as it played. You do not want to miss that one. That was a fun one. That's just a couple of the perks that you have by joining patreon.com slash crawlspace. So a thank you goes out to Jonathan, Robert, Zach, Muhammad, Joshua, Alex, Frazetta Hulk, David, Laura, Vinkman, Eric, Dowd, Thomas, Ricky, Michael2099, Craig, Christopher, Patrick, Andrew, Michael K., Hafskimo, Bob, JB, John P., Datboy, Stuart, AJ, Jay, Chris, Scott, Kian, Nick, Taylor, Will, Symbiobro, hashtag something good for you, Frederick, and Steven. Again, thank you to each and every one of those members that support us. So, again, log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. All right, it's time for Spider News. Let's get to it. Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to our Spider News. We've not done one of these since October, so we're back. with The newsman finally decided to start doing news again. I know. That voice you heard insulting me was Zach. What's going on, Zach? 
Uh, at least, uh, you know, instead of being insulted, I'm actually doing the insulting stuff. That's right. We got JR. What's going on, JR? Well, I was about to say the uh, only. Uh, <clears throat> I was about to say, it, I guess it's a good thing that Zach has a girlfriend because she's the only thing that makes looking at him tolerable. Oh. <laughs> right. oh. Hi, oh. We've got uh, Ashley. What's going on, Ashley? Um, oh, God, I never have anything to say. <laughs> well, that works. George, who always has something to say? What's going on, George? I, I uh, nothing. I'm just. I'm. I'm hoping I'm in bed before four a.m. <laughs> Good luck. Hey, well, if it's four a.m. for you, it, it'll be five a.m. for me. So it's just some consolation. So, um, by the way, if you go to the official crawlspace Instagram. Uh, Sarah took a behind-the-scenes photo. That's kind of fun. Oh, nice! I, uh, I, I'm having a discussion. I'm having a, I'm having a discussion with uh, with Web Century, who has taken umbrage to what I said about manga uh, in our news or on, on our review segment. I mean, I have to agree. Mm. He feels like uh, like I'm unfairly characterizing it. And, uh, and I, I, you know, I copped it. I said, you know what? You may be right. It's just literally every time I, I pick up anything I've picked up that's manga. It, it seems like it's written for, for like grade school. Because you're looking like at women, probably, which by definition is a genre aimed at young boys. All right. We, Maybe, we're not talking know. about manga. We're talking about spider news. And George, you're leading it off with Sam Raimi coming back. What? what? Coming back to Doctor Strange. What's that about? Potentially. Potentially. Yeah. This is everybody like that keeps saying that this is a done deal. Is like In talks. In yeah, talks. In talks. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, that's the most important thing. Uh, to point out is is that nothing's official yet. Uh, second, uh, pointing out that this is actually variety and not some, you know, third Cos- cosmic click, click Mickey site that you know. Uh, Brad finally learned some people. How to do I know. Forcing. I know. And um, so yeah, uh, after had, having parted ways with Scott Derrickson for creative differences uh, over uh, Doctor Strange. Um, yeah, Marvel uh, looks like they're trying to bring in some of that uh, Sam Raimi magic. And I, I I tell you what, suddenly I became more interested. Because here's yeah. the thing, uh, I, and I love how I love how the ad pops up. While we're I know. I'm like trying to stop the ad pop this, up. Yeah. This is why I have ad block on every day. I do, but it didn't stop that um, So, um, I, I, you know, I, it's no secret. I, I was not... I was not pleased. I'm a huge doctor. Actually, on this podcast, I'm probably the biggest Doctor Strange cat or fan on this podcast. I would agree. And yeah. I was not at all happy with the way that uh, the MCU Doctor Strange turned out. Um, I was very disappointed. I thought that they did a really good job with the pre-Doctor Strange stuff, like when he was an arrogant surgeon. Yeah. That part like- they, did, they did really well with. Everything after that, they mischaracterized Doctor Strange so badly. Even in Avengers? No, he was better in Avengers. Okay, good. He was better. Typically, typically the um, the Russos did a much better job with whoever they brought in mm-hmm. than a lot of the other directors. Not all, not all, but uh, many of the other directors did. Like uh, uh, like um, uh, Carol, I liked Carol in Endgame uh, in a way that uh, I was just uh, I, I wasn't like terribly put off by the Captain Marvel movie. It just was kind of boring to me. 
it never really packed that oomph that I was waiting for, you know. But then suddenly in the Russo brothers movie comes up, oh, she's she's like the Superman of the MCU, you know, she's punching beat like punching Thanos. Badass. Like, yeah, I was like, oh, this is the Carol I wanted to see. Yeah, yeah. Right? Not oh, I have to save the scrolls because they're misunderstood. No, I want to see Carol beat ass. Well, yeah. and, and and I have I, I take umbrage with misunderstood scrolls in general. Like the scrolls are magnificent bastards. And I yeah. just didn't get that vibe in the in the in the. Marvel I, I, I'm sure there's some there are some scrolls that aren't that aren't douchebags, but they should be the exception, not the norm. I mean, exactly. villainous scrolls. Like, I, and I, I pray to God we'll see some by the time Fantastic Four pops up. Oh my God, I, dude, right, I am, we're, we're so we're digressing, and I want to go to bed before <laughs> I get this come up. Um, I want to see a Kree scroll. So, so, so uh, I'm I am I'm excited about this because Raimi is an actual. An actual yeah. legitimate director who understands characterization and doesn't just decide, oh, well, the character should be whatever the hell I think it should be. This is a yeah. if, right. if this if this deal goes through, this is a huge get for Marvel. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Zach cover it because apparently I'm I, I'm not supposed to cover it. <laughs> Go Zach. I'm shutting up. Boy, boy, All right, <laughs> thank you. All right, I'm gonna put myself on mute. There you go. God Almighty. So, <laughs> yeah. So suddenly, uh, where whereas before I was not thrilled very much with the prospect of another Scott Derrickson, Dr. Strange film. Uh, suddenly I'm interested in a Raimi Dr. Strange movie. And I, I'm eager to see what Sam Raimi will do with the character. Cause I think Raimi, uh, Raimi will bother to learn about the character will bother to try to get the character right. Um, and, uh, and so I, it's nothing but good for, uh, for Dr. Strange fans. And I Georgia, I have a oh, I'm sorry, Brad. Okay. I think Raimi's gone on record. He Strange and, and Spidey are two of his favorites. Right? He has said that before. He has yeah. said that uh, Doctor Strange is what. And, and here's the thing. Raimi is somebody yeah. who probably read Doctor Strange back in like the 70s. That's he's true. a Dicko fan. I think he's, he probably he, is. Yeah, I think so. He so I, I think that back, he probably read it in the 60s and 70s. Yeah. So, so George, yeah. I've got to ask you, since I know you're a big Evil Dead fan and a big Doctor Strange fan. If there was a crossover between the two, what would be the best elements to overlap? Oh, oh, Strange versus Ash. Nah, it'd be, it would be strange. strange with the chainsaw arm. It'd be strange. It'd be strange in Ash versus the uh, versus the Deadites. Oh hell yes! Yeah, um, that'd be cool. I don't know. That'd be kind of cool. I, it'd be kind of cool to see Doctor Strange fight the Deadites and Ash take on someone like Dormammu <laughs> and see how Ash would handle yeah. Dormammu or Shumagorath. You know, like the change arm. Oh, that'd be cool. Shumagorath is like this giant cosmic, you know, planetary-sized octopus thing that can destroy you by thinking about you. And Ash is like, yeah, baby. One thing um, you know, Ad like, Adam says in YouTube chat that I've wondered too. Uh, would it be possible for Toby Maguire to play anyone but Spider-Man in the MCU? Uh, to me, uh, somebody, somebody, no. somebody shaking their no, head. Absolutely not. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I think it'd be too weird. It, it would depend on who it was and and how different it was than than this Peter Parker. Uh, no, I it, look. I mean, there's so many people that are clamoring for at least a, a cameo of him as Spider-Man. Um, and, and I think if, if anybody could get him to don the suit again, um, it would be Raimi. I think that's, I mean, that's the big reason he wouldn't work with any other director once Raimi left. Yeah. And they still had, if you recall back in Spider-Man four, back, you know, when Methuselah was a small child, this podcast was in its early days. Um, you know, it was basically Raimi and, and Maguire were a package deal. You didn't get one without the other. So. 
and I, and I um I also Brett I want to I want to talk about this real quick. Yeah. Um, this week Disney play, and this kind of ties in because originally we had heard that uh Wanda was going to play into the Doctor Strange sequel into the uh, the multiverse thing, and then I not? read and then I read somewhere that they said no, we're pulling back from that. But so I don't know anymore. Um, but. Uh, that made me. I, I had that in the back of my head this week. When what, what did we see? When Disney Plus released the first look at Falcon and Winter Soldier, WandaVision, and Loki, and oh my God, WandaVision looks so next level. It does. It looks really Dude. good. Oh, that that image of her in the comic accurate costume. I was like, yeah, everything about WandaVision. The, the twins. Yeah. yeah, the twins. Yeah. The twins. It, it looked like they were copying sets from the Brady Bunch and Full House. Uh, they were trying Brady to copy. Yeah, they were trying to copy sitcoms. Yeah, I think one of them is the Brady Bunch, and I think another one of them is Roseanne. Because definitely, oh, there's one yeah. of those where she looks like she's on the set of Roseanne, yeah, especially the true. way her hair and her and her clothes are. And, and I am uh, look uh, if 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 they ever got the rights to the MCU fully with Spider Man again, I would want to see a Disney Plus series. Oh yeah, not films. Oh, I would too. We'll, we'll, we'll ne- that'll never happen. That never happen. I know. It's never gonna happen. Uh, of course, we never said that the, the, the MCU. The only way it happens is is Disney buys Sony. I feel like what's very possible what we would get from Disney Plus Spider Man would be like a Miles centric series. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I, I, you know, a, a Spider Verse anthology series where we get like, mm-hmm. uh, there's a part of me, there's this 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 faint glimmer of hope. That with what if, once they get past MCU what if, and they if they start do adapting like comics what if stuff, that they adapt Spider Girl, um, I mean that that would be a slam dunk. I, I don't know Marvel. Marvel spends so much time trying to make us forget about Spider Girl. I know, and I, I and they've replaced it with the inferior Spider Gwen. Oh, um, but I love. Look, I, I, I'm I'm all down for the for for the Disney Plus stuff. Yeah, um, and I'm. That part is the only parts of the of of the phase four, and I, I, look if if they got Raimi to do Doctor Strange too, I'm looking forward to that as well. But like Thor: Love and Thunder, I'm not looking forward to because no. we're getting, uh, because I'm, we're getting Jane Fox. We're getting we're, we're we're getting Natalie Portman who doesn't care, who phoned it in last time as the main as one of the main as you know basically essentially the main character of the of the next Thor movie. I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm out. I'm just, what, I'm just I don't know. I thought Thor's just kind of gone downhill for me overall, period. I mean, like Ragnarok should have been a lot more serious than it was. Yeah. People liked it because they're like, oh my God, it was hysterical. Really? Because everyone he knew died. Ha ha ha. Yeah, that was a laugh riot. No, that should have been a much darker film. Right. Uh, and then and then in Avengers Endgame, he's fat Thor. The only thing that made that would have made sense with Ragnarok being the way it was was if it was Thor being an unreliable narrator and, and the humor was trying, it was his coping mechanism to get through the dark real of, quick of what was going on around him. But if they had actually done that, it would have been a much, it would have been a, to me, it would have been even a better film. I one, enjoyed it one for thing what it was. I noticed in this article, George is Rachel McAdams is not expected to come back. Why well, wasted her? Yeah. There, there was no, could have been Felicia. there was no reason for oh. her. In the, and there was no reason for her in the first film, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, they could have cast a, a lesser known a, named actor. There really wasn't. They need. They need. If they're going to keep expounding on Doctor Strange, if they want to, if if they want to succeed in that, and they want to expand the universe, go, go. they they're, they're going to need to bring in uh, Clea. I'm like Rachel McAdams could have been like lead quality for oh, him, oh. and they totally wasted her. 
All right. So let's see. We're moving on to the next news item. Unless anything else you guys want to talk about that one. No, no we're good. Um, Zach, you've got this one. Craven. We've talked about this a little bit before, <sighs> but um, Screen Rant is saying that uh, Craven looks to be the next villain in the next Spider-Man film. Uh, the, the parent company of CBR uh, deciding to do clickbait articles. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, I, I have been on record saying that Craven... There's only one great story with Craven and yeah. him killing himself. So uh, I have no, like, look of, of the, of the sinister six, we haven't gotten Craven yet. Um, I, I, I don't know how I really feel about um, Craven, the hunter getting his own solo film. I, I just, it, to me, like, I don't need an origin of Craven. Craven's a big game hunter, decides to come do the most dangerous game, and and we move on. I don't need an origin story for Craven the Hunter. If he's going to be, if he, and, and, but I don't know if I want to. Again, Craven the Hunter to me would work far better in a series than a movie, because you got to build up to Craven's last hunt. You can't sit there and just do Craven's last hunt and expect the audience to the general audience to connect to that. What do you think of Rich, uh, Negan from Walking Dead as Craven? I think he looks. If perfect. he can do a Russian accent, then yes. I think he'd be a great looking I, I, Craven. I bet they just dropped the Russian thing. I, I don't yeah, think. I, th care I about think it. they might make him Wakandan. Frankly, that was yeah. One. Well, I mean, that's that I Wakandan. That's pretty good. Uh, again, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Craven being a, a villain in in Black Panther as a throwaway villain, and then set him up for Spider Man. That's fine. But again, Craven the Hunter is one of those characters. There's only really one great story. It's I mean, there's some good stories with the Vulture. There's some good stories with there's some great stories with Electro. There's some good stories with the great stories with Doc Doc. There are other characters to utilize, and I just feel like that Craven the Hunter is near the bottom of the list because he doesn't work, I don't think, in a film. I don't think he's a compelling enough villain to be in a film. I could be wrong, but to me, he's much more of a series type villain. And there are certain villains that work work better in a in a a serialized type of format. Okay. Uh, any other thoughts on Craven? I, I think it's a villain we haven't seen. I think it's time. I I, I kind of want to see him. Uh, I, to me, I'd rather see Vincent uh, Defarnio as 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 Kingpin. Um, yeah, yeah. I'd rather see. That, I'd rather see I just don't I, see them doing the street stuff for uh, yeah, for the to, movie. To me, what really frustrates me is that there needs to, Craven takes away too much of New York. We're gonna go, we're gonna be in the jungle. No, Peter needs a villain in New York City, not Queens, not everywhere else. Far from home worked the last five minutes because it felt like a Spider-Man movie because it took place in New York City for five minutes. For five minutes. Um, I want villains in New York. Not. Don't take me away and don't don't put me in the New York Zoo. I don't I have no desire to see that. And and that's where I feel like, like, give me other uh, other villains. I get that it's something different, Brad, but something. To, again, Craven just doesn't work for me. And that's why I'm ranting about yeah. it. Next movie, we'll see. Tom Holland doing a study abroad in Wakanda, and there he'll meet Craven, and ninety percent of the movie will be spent in Wakanda. 
I, I agree with what Clover fan has written that uh, MCU has kind of ruined Spider-Man villains by making them all Tony Stark villains. I would yeah. agree. Yeah. I Again, agree. And, and that's why I feel like bringing in the Kingpin, doing the street level stuff, bringing in the owl, uh, introduce Doc Ock. I don't do an owl, do the owl, the gang war, bring in Hammerhead. You know, they made it work in the game. People are familiar with, with a lot of that from mm-hmm. the game. You don't want to love to see Hammerhead in the movies. I, I guarantee you if they bring in the Magia, the first thing the Magia is going to do is hit a Stark warehouse and get Stark toys. And yeah, we're oh, taking yeah. back the streets. We got all these Stark. I'll be like, God damn it. Uh, picking up where Vulture left off. Uh, again, uh, Mar- Marlon has a good question. Craven versus the Predator. Who wins? Predator. Predator, yeah. Predator. Yeah. Predator. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, no, I mean... Even introduce the hobgoblin. We, I mean, if you're going to have a goblin, we haven't seen. No, you need, you need green goblin for hob. No, I, I, to me, I think we, we've seen green enough. Um, and after what they did with ASM, do we literally just watch that film? And right, do you really want to see the green goblin again? I would much rather see the hobgoblin. Introduce Kingsley, make him a magnificent bastard. Have him be, you know, fighting up with with Kingpin. There's a lot of things you can do. You already have a perfectly cast Kingpin. We haven't heard from Jr. Craven, yay or nay? Nay. Nay, why? Craven's not, Craven's not a very interesting villain. I mean, uh, he wasn't interesting until he killed himself. You know, really. I mean, it was, uh, he, he, he was a, it's true. You know, you know, he was a fairly famous villain because he was a Ditko villain, but uh, he, he was, he was a very boring one note character until he blew his brains out. Yeah. I mean, I mean, literally, you could, uh, th- that's what I'm saying. Doing the street level stuff, introduce, you can introduce Kingpin, Tombstone. Uh, Roderick Kingsley, Hammerhead, uh, the Owl—all these villains that you could you could do something with and make it set in New freaking York City. Yeah. Well, we, if you want to see Vincent D'Onofrio as the Kingpin, then uh, you've already the Owl is dead, then, right? That's because uh, Leo oh, yeah. Owl killed, killed him off. That's right. Yeah. He killed Owlsley off. That's fine. You know. I, well, I, here's the thing. I, I don't know that the Netflix is continuity is MCU continuity anymore. They've actually they've actually hinted that uh, that it's not now, and if it's not, then you can then you can build you can build off of the Netflix continuity, but you don't have to you don't have to reference it. I don't know. I, I it started so good, and then Iron Fist happened, and I just oh, D- DC I Marvel fan guy says that was the Al Daddy. Fine, then you introduce then you actually bring it out, Jim Owsley, and and. Or Jim Owsley, or <laughs> Christopher <laughs> Priest. <laughs> there's, 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 there's so many other good Spider-Man villains to be used to use that been using. We don't we don't need to be talking about the owl. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on to another topic. Ashley, you've got this one. This looks kind of cool in Disneyland. Tell me about it. Thanks, Brad, for introducing me to my nightmare. Oh, um, you, you think this is scary? It's terrifying. It's. Okay, so these guys um, on the West Coast with some of the, the Disney Imagineers developed a, an animatronic that they launch into the air and it does a few like little acrobatic moves before plummeting to the ground in total freefall, unable to do anything to prevent its own descent and just completely reliant on you know the fact that they care to protect their investment by you know having it crash to its doom on a you think this uh, is going to be like uh, turn off the dark they they read the reviews of turn off the dark and they were like well we can't use humans because they can they (laughs) almost nearly die don't you think it'd be cool to see spider-man swinging over your head like you would when i watched the video what it reminded me of was i don't know if y'all seen the hbo watchmen series but when um when osmandius was taking his little clones and launching them repeatedly into space and just 
there is just a mass blanket of their corpses left over. This is what that reminded me of. Hmm. Look, I, I ain't gonna lie. I'm excited for Avengers Campus. I, I'm, I, I'm literally like Disneyland to me. I, I, having been to both, I had went to Disneyland after I went to Disney World, so Disneyland was always a little bit of a letdown. So I'm like really excited about going to Disneyland when this opens, just to see and be able to enjoy Disney, but also Marvel. Um, and I, I don't know. I thought this was super cool. Like I, I, I loved, I loved watching the Imagineer story. If you haven't watched it on Disney mm-hmm. Plus, it was fascinating to me. Yeah, and this one's uh, like the last episode. Yeah, this this bit where they're doing this right here. The, oh, really? The yeah, this That's is cool. in the the last episode of Imagineering. Uh, episode it, it, six. Yeah, this is this is yeah. this is where they're talking about the future of of Imagineering. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of. And to me, it's fascinating the amount of technology that they're putting into this. And, you know, they've done such a great job with such less technology and other things. I just think it's super cool that we're going to get it. And to me, eventually, we may be seeing this, you know, as like a replace, maybe using it in, in some of the Spider-Man movies with the stunts and stuff. So so they're they're bring, bring in the French guy on the glider, right? So it is really cool. Did when they launch the him, little, his last comment at the end is like, "Oh, good thing, good thing you didn't hit a bird." <laughs> oh yeah, oh, that would be hey, pause, pause right there. Pause. Okay, oh. yeah, too late. Where? Right here. Keep going back. Oh, right there, right there. Stop, 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 stop. stop. Look how look how doughy and stubby he looks. <laughs> and Frank he looks like, chunky. He looks like a midget. I mean, oh. I, I, number one, I hate that suit because it's not the classic suit, and it should be the classic suit, and shame on you, Disney. Uh, but second mm-hmm. of all, yeah, it looks like it's drawn by like a bad artist. Oh. Yeah. I, I, the proportions are terrible. I mean, it's a prototype. I do like, I do agree with that. The technology behind this is really fascinating, and that they could develop the level of like dexterity and flexibility in, um, in an animatronic to have such fluid motion yeah. is really cool. But so are they launching him? So he's going to go from point A to point B, and there's nothing on a wire that controls him. Is that what it is? This animatronic? No, they just uh, launch him and he falls into like a, a, a bag so somewhere. He's going to be, gonna be like, where's the web? He's going to be doing two buildings. He's going to be like jumping between the buildings. Oh, it's a jump. It's a jump. That's a web sling. Okay. Yeah, it's not a web sling. It's going to be jumping in between the buildings, and uh, it's going to look like. You know he's he's running around at the Avengers campus. I don't know, so, man. There's there's bad juju on this kind of thing after the musical. This, yeah, this, thank this, you, George. This thing's gonna land in the crowd and kill a kid or something. <laughs> oh man! Or it's gonna like hit a bird and a dead bird is gonna drop. Oh, and it. I'm sure that there there's gonna be. Look, I'm sure the amount of hours not only developing the tech but also making sure that the amount of insurance that they're having to take out to prevent a disaster such as this. I think that they, again, I think that instead of trying to do what they did with, with turn off the dark uh, and using humans, uh, they've learned their lesson and (laughs) realized that it's, you know, it's better. That's why you do it. CGI. Can you imagine though, like you're uh, you're walking through Disneyland in uh, in Anaheim, and you just out of the corner of your eye, you see this humanoid figure flailing through the air. 
Holy crap. Yeah. But I think that there's, a, there's a bit of a wow factor to it too. So I like, I'm really interested to see how they incorporate it. it you know, right now we're just seeing a flippy, a couple him doing a, a few flips and looking like Spider-Man. I think on uh, the April fool's day, they need to dress up as Aunt May. <laughs> Spider-Ma'am. Yeah. Oh, I hate uh, Spider-Man. JR, you, you scared to see this guy flying over your head? No more so than I am scared to see the French guy flying over on a goblin glider. You know, if you remember <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that story. That new story from last year. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, Zach, we're moving on to uh, your topic is, uh, let's see here. Hang on. I have to channel, I have to channel somebody. Spirit animal. Okay. Right, let me, there we go. What's the late Kevin Cushing? The late Kevin Cushing. So, there you go. I, Mor- I, Morbius. Morbius uh, movie trailer was released. Talk about this a little bit. So Morbius' movie, the the not so highly anticipated Morbius the Living Vampire film is coming out later this year. And we're seeing bits of the trailer right now live. And and um, so Michael Morbius has a has a blood disorder. He's he's looking kind of already undead in association with Marvel. The big, the big thing that comes at the end of the trailer is the reveal that it's possibly set in the MCU, which would be the first time we've seen this. And, and we um, see uh, uh, the Vulture. We Michael see Keaton. Michael Keaton uh, in in his prison uniform. Yeah. <laughs> so it's by coming the, up this summer. By um, the way, the Joker meets Batman. Uh, the Lido Joker's not Aww. the Joker, Brad. <laughs> the Joker's met, no. Uh, the, the Juggalo Joker and Juggalo Joker. Hot Topic Joker, as Michael <laughs> Um Yeah, no. I, it's Look, it, it looks interesting. You know, they're talking, they're playing up the research angle. Uh, let's hope it's more uh, more it's not as boring as Venom's research angle was. Um, it feels like it's being pretty true to the comics. So I reached out to a certain somebody and uh, I told him that I was going to give him, I have him, you know, give, I was going to ask his thoughts because I know people are going to ask. And he says, uh, I'm encouraged. It was a pretty good trailer. They seem to be going pretty faithful with the origin. Curious as if he's going to be in the monstrous form. We saw briefly from a certain point, though the cast, though the rest of the movie, or if he's changing back and forth like the 90s comic or a Spider-Man cartoon with the sucker hands. Uh, seems like at the right tone, but sometimes that's hard to tell from a trailer and we really don't know what's going on like the, pa- like the past, past the origin. We just got one shot of Matt Smith, who's supposedly the villain, and one shot of Tyrese as Simon Stroud. So quick, I missed it the first time, which is not a problem. They shouldn't give everything away in the trailer, but ju- just saying there was, there's still a lot more we don't have any indication of. I like how much Jared- that scene right there with the purple cape that looked cool. Yeah, you know, I don't like how much Jared Harris there is because or, or, I like how much of Jared Harris there is because he is a great actor. Mm-hmm. As much as uh, Kevin loved Keaton, that was his least favorite part. Didn't belong in the rest of the trailer. And this movie doesn't really need that kind of thing crammed in. Origin Venom's origin needs Spider Man, but he's got his own shitty movie with no connection. Morb doesn't need Spider-Man for his story at all. In an or- and in an origin movie, I'd rather he just get his own movie. But no, have- having he doesn't have a problem with them facing each other down uh, down the road. But uh, look, as it, I was going into this, there's there's the monstrous form, and he, I mean, in that one shot, he looks like Morbius. So I mean, they're doing yeah. doing pretty faithful to the comics. Look, I wasn't looking forward to this um, before. I I'm in, I'm intrigued 
and that's where I'm at. I know that uh, Brad and I are probably going to be the only ones seeing this film. Yeah, probably. maybe Ashley if she wants to. I but I like it. Like you said, I'm intrigued. It's um, a hell of a lot better than the Venom trailer was. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> who? A couple things. Uh, watching it again, who is the guy Tyrese with the the uh, robot arm? Who is that? Uh, Kevin just so. Simon Stroud. I don't know who Simon I have Stroud no idea is. He may be from the Mor- Morbius comics. The There's night. another thing that people are talking about, if I can find it. It's uh, a still image of the PS4 Tobey Maguire suit. Yeah. It's on the wall. Talk, let's talk about that a little bit. If I can find so uh, that, there, there. that indicate that's supposedly right that it takes place in the MCU. And so therefore people are, were freaking out. And between that and the vulture thing, a lot of that's what a lot of people were talking about. Now, if it says murderer on it, if you look at the, if you actually have seen a still of it, uh, so it seems to indicate that this takes place post far from home. Mm-hmm. Um, that maybe it's going to be addressing some of the issues. Now, uh, again, I, I don't know if I want to see them addressing these issues in a Morbius movie, but if we have to have a tie into Spider Man, uh, you know. Let's see. Okay, so Simon Stroud was apparently from Marvel Database is a character that was uh, recruited by the government of the CIA. He encountered a Russian spy, Black Widow. His first appearance was in Creatures on the Loose 30 from 1974. Uh, He went on the hunt for living vampires, including Michael Morbius. They battled the Hell Eyes. And uh, so there's there's Morbius connections back in the day. So he's teamed up with Morbius a couple of different times. So it seems like he's an ally and that's being played by Tyler. You have more faith in this movie than you previously did. Right, Zach? Uh, yeah. Look, I, again, I'm intrigued. I, I, I want to see more. I, I'm looking forward to another trailer um, because it, you know, it does have some Spider-Man connections. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm down for it. Uh, but I think going back to what I read off with quoting from Kevin, Morbius doesn't need Spider-Man, and Morbius can stand is can stand on his own. I mean, he's had several different uh, series in the in the past, including one that's going on right now. Um, I that's comics. That's not movies, though. That's well, a, again, that's, but, that's uh, a different animal. I, I get it, but uh, you know, if you're if you're going to do a vampire movie and make a bit of a horror <laughs> thing, I think it's a different uh, subgenre that we really hadn't been explored that much. Uh, having a bit of a horror element to a comic book movie uh we'll see that again uh, obviously with the uh, new mutants but finally when it finally that looks like out, a train wreck oh <laughs> I, yeah it does uh, but train at, wreck uh at the end of the day I, I i'm not totally ragging on this movie thanks to the trailer but again my i'm i'm cautiously very very cautiously optimistic jr thoughts on the trailer what do you think don't care about it. Although, although when, when I saw uh, Michael Keaton at the end, I thought, you know, I said I, Keaton was wasted as a vulture. He should have been Osborne. Um, mm. Oh, but yeah. uh, I, I, when I saw that, just that kind of smarmy, you know, just sense of humor or whatever, I said uh, he should have been. They should have saved him for Osborne. Mm. Um, but anyway, but no, I mean, no, I mean, I have, I have Jared Leto. I mean, this is the guy who mailed rats to people when he was the Joker <laughs> in Suicide Squad, <laughs> you know, and he was an awful Joker. I mean, you know, and, and, and plus if this thing is a success, it'll just encourage Sony more. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, I was hoping Venom would be a failure because I didn't want to see any more of this. The, the difference, and, I and think, more, between, 
between if the Morbius two. is a success, they're they're gonna they're gonna really prime the pump. Yeah, uh, we're gonna see a slide movie or something. Uh, I, I think that to, to, to that point, Jr. This coming out in the summer and not in October, that's going to be the death knell of it. Because mm -hmm. I don't think this movie could sustain the success. <laughs> and the big thing about the Venom movie that we've talked about this multiple times, but it was successful in China. I don't know if this is going to be a film that's so, that showing. Uh, China is not as cool at this as they are other crap. That's yeah. yeah. my point. Is that, yeah, is that it's the, not... Yeah, have, yeah, it's not going to have the China element that, that Venom had. So, uh, again, I, to me, the only thing that would constitute a success is middling expectations, 250, 300 million maybe at the, at the global box office. But, again, I, I, it's, it's going to be very interesting because it's coming out in the summer, and that's what I, that's what I said with Venom. Venom might have been about a, a half of the success it was, but because it had no competition at the box office, <laughs> George <laughs> Morbius is going to be fighting for eyes and ears and, and, and seats more so than Venom ever was. George, any interest in this film? No. None. Uh, Jared, Jared Leto looks like a better Morbius than he looked like a you know, ever looked like than a he was a Joker. Yeah. yeah. Um, but not. I mean, the bar was on the floor, so. I mean, this this one. I mean, Venom is symbiote crap, so I was never going to see that because, ha ha ha, whatever. But um, you like Morbius generally, don't you? I, I don't have a problem. I mean, like, I, I don't sit around going, "Boy, I hope Morbius is in this." I mean, he's yeah. whatever. Uh, you know, he's. But um, I mean, if this was on streaming, I, if this makes its way on, uh, makes its way to Netflix someday, because it's not going to be on Disney Plus. Um. But if it, if it winds up like on Netflix or something, I might I might watch it sometime when I'm bored. I, I I'm I, I I'm not I'm not driven to go out and see this damn thing. Ashley, you said you were a little interested. Is that what you said? Yeah, I'm pretty interested in it. I okay. mean, looking at what else we have coming out in the summer for 2020, I mean, there's not too much that I've heard of. I mean, we're getting the new Wonder Woman, yeah. Candyman remake. Hell yeah! Um, new Wonder Woman looks good. I agree. Yeah. So it looks like it'll just be one of the big summer releases this year. So I'll probably go see it. Uh, Ashley has this next topic. Uh, Spider-Verse 2 has a release date. April Talk about 22. that. April 2022 is on my calendar. I can't wait. What, do you, what do you want to see in Spider-Verse 2? Talk about that. What, what, oh, what my God. Like? I would really like to see them go, like, actually take the Spider-2099 angle seriously that they kind of introduced and then turned into a joke <laughs> at the end of uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Mm -hmm. So, like, just if we got to see like a full 2099 setting with that animation style, I yeah. think it would just ah, the the coloration and the uh, stylization would work so well for a 2099 setting. Yeah. Um, so, oh, that would be so cool. Are there besides 2099 any other spider people you'd like to see in a Spider Verse film? No, wait, I haven't seen. Or do we want Spider Ham back? Do we want Penny Parker back? We want. I, they're I definitely doing Miles and some recurring favorites. So spider him for sure. Yeah. Um, probably miles for sure. Yeah. Um, I think it would probably focus on, you know, the core cast from the original exploring more of the spider verse mm -hmm. and kind of traveling around in those different settings. So what, like this one had everyone coming to miles, um, time, you know, his universe, 
So we might see with the sequel, he's going to another um, Spider-Man universe. Uh, I, I, I think they've set this up with 2099. I think we're going to see 2099 in this a lot. I mean, th- this is hard to say, but I mean, it's not hard to say, but this is an Academy Award winning film. Awesome. This this is a big success for Sony. And it's going yeah. to be uh, the same producers are going to be on the team, Phil Lord and yeah. Christopher Miller. So we at least have confirmation. Yeah. For those, with, with Sony, those are the only bankable guys, it seems, because I think didn't Sony produce the Lego movie as well? So mm-hmm. um, at the end of the day, I think it look everybody knew this was going to occur i i mean they they even had sequel bait at the end of the film mm-hmm. teasing 2099 um so i think that's going to be one of the the worlds they explore i expect that there's going to be um other spider-man they introduce but i you know i think that noir and ham um spider cop <laughs> uh, that would be fun. I, I mean, the PS4 universe would be fun. I, the the the. Uh, I'm with I'm with Marlin. I want my Peter Parker. I don't want old man Peter Parker. I want mine. Yeah. I, I, well, Brad, you're, well, Brad, you're going to go see this. That's true. So so guess what? You're asking for more of. More of the same. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I don't want uh, Captain Kirk blonde Peter Parker that dies. I don't want old man Peter Parker. I want. Well, you know, well, let's stop going to see it. But I, 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 I like the other one. Parker is probably gonna. They're probably gonna show that he patched things up with MJ, and so might actually get to see something with that. Uh, Anthony I, says I we got Japanese Spider-Man, so Leopardon maybe. Yeah, Leopardon. Yes. Uh, but look, I things I want to see. I'd like to see. I'd love to see an Andrew, uh, Andrew Garfield and a Tobey Maguire cameo. Oh, that me too. That'd be uh, awesome. I would love to see uh, the voice actors guys like. Keaton and yeah. Neil Patrick Harris and and uh, Christopher Daniel Barnes come in and, and you could see those elements. You can do those things that you necessarily couldn't do with the comic story. He is your he is y'all age, Douglas. Uh, that you couldn't do with the comic story, but you could get away with doing it in this form. <coughs> yeah, and seeing the different animation styles would be kind of fun as well. Uh, another uh, highly uh, uncredible source, but I'm going with it anywhere from Reddit. <laughs> Just so we can talk about what we would like to see in the PS4 Spider-Man game. Ashley, you've got this one. Uh, down here, they talk about uh, the Reddit article that a quote-unquote yeah. quote insider says might be in the game. Okay, yeah. Boy Genius Report's not a necessarily a, a bad source, but um, yeah, Reddit using the so oh, they're of Reddit. So go ahead, Ash. Go ahead, Ashley. So I've, I've probably dropped enough hints <laughs> that I've gotten sucked in pretty hardcore to like Bachelor and Bachelation stuff. And I frequent the subreddit a lot. And there's always someone who comes in and is like, hey, I went to high school with one of the contestants and here's all the stuff about them. And this reeks of the same thing. Like, oh, yeah. I know someone who works in Insomniac and here's everything that's going to be in the game. So, I mean, you, you take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, um, exactly. I believe the only real hard fact that we have in here is that it's going to be launching holiday next year holiday mm-hmm. season next year um i don't think that was taken from the reddit post i think that's something we actually have um in good faith from you know sony or insomniac from the actual developers themselves right so um the big the big 
news here is that it's not going to be a launch title for the PlayStation 5, which, I mean, I'm perfectly okay with. I like to see when developers are allowed to take their time with games right. rather than yeah. rush to get them out just because of, you know, just demand for people who have no patience. Um, but what this Redditor is claiming, uh, let's see. You got more but, Oscorp and yes, cloning. <laughs> the map is going to be extended to not be not just Manhattan, but um, well, we had Queens and Brooklyn in the previous game, didn't we? I think so. Yeah. Uh, no, you could you couldn't go beyond beyond Manhattan Island. You could see Queens and okay. you could see New York, but you couldn't get you couldn't gotcha. go. Gotcha. Gotcha. Probably hop on the subway again. Yeah. Well, I'll say this: I think that we'll see. Uh, we'll you'll have some way somehow of getting out to the Statue of Liberty. I'm hoping that they'll they'll be able to render some of the actual more of the actual landmarks. Mm-hmm. That like would real, be cool. like the we'll actual also see power. like some um, seasonal changes. Apparently, some of the game will take place over winter, so that will create a lot of new environmental effects, um, new villains. So potentially Venom, Green Goblin, Carnage, Mysterio, the Lizard. And others. Considering how many we didn't, yeah, considering how many we didn't get with the last game, there's mm -hmm. a lot of stuff to mine. Yeah. Sorry, Ashley, I'm shutting up. <laughs> um, and then this was interesting to me. Something that they're they're doing a lot of work on the game engine to try and really push the the technology they're using for this game even farther. And already it was really photorealistic, but they're there's something called a photogrammetry. I'm probably not saying that right. Photogra photogrammetry? Photogrammetry? I don't, I don't know what that is. But uh, basically, it's like, oh, this is going to be like the worst layman's explanation ever. I'm really bad with technology. So it, what it looks like, it's a digital 3D printing of a picture. So like oh. you have a picture and a, you know the program reads it and renders a 3D map based on that picture. So you can just like take a picture of New York and have it go through this uh, photogrammetry program and have it uh, create a photorealistic map of, you know. That's cool. Well, they, they, made, they had switched some things around with the last game. Uh, my roommate was from New York. So I, I, I actually asked him, I'm like, so, you know, what was, he said, it's about 80 to 90% correct. There's some things that they switched around, some places where they're not actually stuff isn't there. Um, they made NYU basically ESU, which is cool. Um, but yeah, this game looks, look, I know that they've kind of done, a, I, I don't know if the dev kit went out, you know, around the time that they were releasing this game, but I had heard that on a PS5, the load times were going to be cut by like, that's cool. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, it was going to be like like that. I mean, the load times were going to be mm -hmm. astronomically less. So, Ashley, what do you want to see in PS4 2, Spidey? Ooh. Or PS... Sp PS5. Spider Man 2, PS5. Sorry. Yes. Um, well, I'd always love to see more Black Cat. The more storylines they can do with her, the better. Yeah. Um, the Lizard would kind of be fun, I think. Go to the sewers. Yeah. Oh, that'd be a really cool, like have a whole subway just like, you know, the, the sewer system and everything to explore. If we got did you ever play the amazing Spider-Man one game? I they did, did that. So 
Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's it wasn't Insomniac, and yeah, that's and true. for those that are mad that Insomniac did uh, made it a, a, a PS4 exclusive. Uh, newsflash: uh, Sony bought Insomniac, so they're now an in-house studio. Yeah, yeah they're they're so not selling at the Xbox. They're not going to sell at the Xbox. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, and quite frankly, uh, those of us that got the superior system to the inferior Xbox One um, made the right choice. Or you just get both. Exactly. True. JR, I know Spencer played this, right? Is that right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You beat it in like a day? <laughs> yeah, it took him a couple of days. Did the old yeah, man play it. it at all? Did you like it? Yeah, I, I, I you know, I... Uh, I uh, I stopped. Uh, I can't beat Super Mario Brothers, the original <laughs> one on the eight uh, bit Nintendo. I know that's yeah. that's about as far as I can go. I I uh, <laughs> I uh, played my kids in video games, and it was when they both got to be about five years old, they started beating me, and yeah. uh, so I, I couldn't I, handle it. Yeah, I just no. Yeah. But uh, the thing is, he had a he he had a. What did he buy? He had a PS4 Slim. That's what we got or something. Yeah. Yeah. And that thing crashed not too long ago. Yeah, uh, so we had to get an, a, a, another one. So but anyway. George, and you, you still haven't played it. You don't want to play it. I understand. No, no. no. I don't Do you have, have a PlayStation 4? No, no, I don't have a PS4. Uh, okay. uh, I don't have an Xbox. I used to have those things. Um, but again. But I, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't have them, uh, and adver- you know, advertising a, an exclusive PS4 Spider-Man game with that jackass costume. You can change it. That they went out. But yeah, but, uh, yeah, but here, here's the thing, though, Brad. Every time I see that game, I just I see that stupid ass costume, and so that's what I associate the game with. Oh. So, so th- they've already lost me with with the jackassy suit. So it's there's there's no point. I, I would never I would never buy a PlayStation just to play this video game with that stupid suit. You're not me, then. No, I know. <laughs> I know. I, I, and I realize I'm in the minority. I realize that's not a popular opinion. Don't give a damn. Javi said I hated the advanced suit when it debuted, but he loves well, it now. So. That's, that's cool. That's that's. It's that, one I, of those things. I, I, I'm glad. I'm glad there's people that like it. To me, uh, it, it it's it, it's as natural as uh, as having a uh, uh, a corkscrew jammed up your backside. <laughs> I mean, it's just it, it, it's unsightly. It's a god awful mess. Uh, again, I, I think that the gameplay, the the quality of storytelling, the quality of voice acting, uh, at the built the game itself, I think overcame. Look, <clears throat> I, I I remember that first image, and I was like, I don't like that costume. Uh, it grew on me a lot, but I never. To me, I never played with it. I I mean, I, as soon as I had the Scarlet Spider suit, I basically played exclusively with that because I'm a you know clone fan. But. Um, yeah, I, I'm. I'm looking for. I'm. I know Brad and I and, and Ashley are, are all three looking forward to this. No doubt, it'll make me buy a PS4. I'm not going to buy one until this game is on it, bundled. Oh, uh, the PS5. Yeah, yeah. Five, Some good yeah. news though about while well, the second game won't be debuting with the PlayStation Five, and it shouldn't be. Um, the PlayStation Five will be backwards compatible. Um, so- they have always said that, and I'll believe it when I see it. Like four was supposed to be backwards compatible with three. Yeah. I thought they well, had like ditched even saying anything about backwards yeah, they, compatible. They, 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 were, they were talking about trying to make it backwards compatible, but in the development process, mm-hmm. they realized it was going to cost. Basically, they they were trying to beat Xbox, and if they had made it backwards compatible, Brad, the PS4, then they no. would have to have two different uh, Blu-ray discs, mm-hmm. uh, uh, lasers in it, and it just wouldn't have worked. So. Instead of charging people another hundred bucks for that extra, basically for that extra Blu-ray laser, 
they ditched that and made it 100 bucks cheaper than the Xbox and were able to get so much of the market. I remember cheaper. when I bought a PS2, I was happy that it was backwards compatible with <laughs> PS1 because I bought the Spider-Man 1 game. Right. Uh, the the Tobey Maguire game for PS2, and then I went back and bought the PS1, the old Sp- Spider-Man game, that like the 2000 Spider-Man game. So I bought that on my PlayStation 2. I think that they've solved the conundrum of, of the backwards compatibility, Brad, uh, with this particular format um that's cool and so i know it will be backwards compatible at least with playstation 4 yeah uh, and uh, you can do the digital ps3 games but uh yeah i think i think that um at least you'll be able to play your ps4 games because so much of it's digital now that your the backwards compatibilities now that they have the the ecosystem in place backwards compatibility is not going to be an issue Next topic, George. This one made the rounds. Martin Scorsese talking about how Marvel comics movies really aren't films. Talk about that a little bit. Well, no, he said they weren't cinema. Cinema, yeah. He said that they weren't cinema. And on that, I kind of agree with him in that cinema and movies are kind of a different thing. It's a, yeah. do, you, do you ever see, Brad, um, My Favorite Year with Peter O'Toole no. back in the day? No. All right, so back in the day, Peter O'Toole plays uh, – his character it's it's a film set in the uh, in the 50s you know when like tv is big and 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 they're doing this show called the king kaiser show and peter o'toole is going to be a guest star but peter o'toole is 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 playing a character who is a celebrity and is based off of like errol flynn all right okay. from like you know the old robin hood movies and captain blood and things like that like swashbuckler pictures okay right like, so they bring him in as a guest star. He's supposed to be on a. I can hear myself in some somewhere. Okay. Uh, so they bring him in, and he's going to be, you know, he's going to be like a guest star and everything. And and at one point, you know, somebody somebody points out, you know, it's like you can do this. You're an actor. He goes, I'm not an actor. I'm a movie star. No, John John and, Wayne's a movie star. And it's it's kind of it's yeah. kind of the same. It's kind of the same thing. I understand what he's trying to say. Yeah. Uh, he's trying to say, I can still hear myself in some, somebody's listening to me on a phone or on a screen or something. I hear, I hear something. I can't hear it. I could. It's like right in my ear. It's not, it's not me. All right. So anyway, um, I, I get what he's saying on that, in that aspect. I get that he's saying that these are, you know, they're, they're not, they're not art. Okay. Right. Like, like mm-hmm. presumably like, like what he does, but art is in the eye of the beholder. Art is, you know, completely subjective. So the problem is, is that Scorsese says this, and 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 I get why he's frustrated. He's frustrated because movies like this suck the air out of the room and kind of make it for him to distribute the kind of films that he makes. Mm-hmm. And here, and here, and we've talked about this before about how expensive it is to go see a movie now, and to no doubt. you know you. You can't you can't really do family movie night the same way you used to like when we were you know like when you and me and yeah. Jr were young right you, you really can't so yeah I used to go to the old Nickelodeons or whatever yeah yeah, yeah Jr's like yeah I remember <laughs> I, I remember seeing uh, that that silent film with the you like that the great piano train player, player, yeah the great train the soundtrack yeah so I, I get what he's I, I get what he's saying at that uh, in that regard but at the same time I I know where it's coming from is because he's frustrated. But he has to go to Netflix to have The Irishman made, which, by the way, is not a good film. Oh, I liked it. I think it could have edited about an hour out of it. It's, it's, it I mean, they, they de-age the actors who still move like old men. <laughs> uh, you know, they, uh, they, they, have Anna Paquin, like they have Anna Paquin, who's an Academy Award winning actress. She says six words the entire film. 
You know, Javi just saw Birds of Prey tonight, and he says it set him back $140, four of them, going to the movie theater. Yeah, I, I wow. Yeah, I, 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 well, wow. I mean, that's I'm, I'm done with the MCU anyway, outside of the Wonder Woman films. But anyway, um, so, so yeah, I, 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 I get what he's saying, but at the same time, people like Robert Redford have wanted to be in Marvel films. Yeah, true. Not yeah. just once either. Marvel, <laughs> Robert Redford showed up, in, in, in the, and then he had a cameo, and what was it? Uh, Infinity War. Thank you. Thank you. Game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Al Pacino has said he would love to be in a Marvel film. No doubt. He has said that before. Who could Al Pacino play? I don't know. Somebody. Somebody over the top. Because here's the uh, Al Pacino. It depends on what on what director you get him. Because he's either Silver Main. <laughs> you're either going to bring him in, and he's either going to actually act, or he's going to be Pacino on hands. Like I'm just getting stuck. It's same thing with yeah. Nicholson. You're going to get an actor, or you're going to get Jack. Yeah. Right. It depends <laughs> on what the director wants. Exactly. So it, you know, it, it would depend on, on what they put him in, but I, I, you know, at the same time, there's a, there's a lot of quality actors that are lining up to do these things that like these. Benedict Cumberbatch is an amazing actor. Once, you know, once likes being in Marvel movies. Yeah. You know? And so uh, Anthony Hopkins, <laughs> Anthony Hopkins in two Marvel movies. Yeah. No doubt. I, you know, I mean, so it's it, three. Cause he was in, he was in, Ragnarok for five seconds. But, but there you go. Okay, so he's. I, I understand his his argument. It it kind of rings false because I I know it's for him. It's coming from frustration for not being able to to probably you know get get his own films out there because his own films aren't going to be blockbusters like Marvel films. They're just not. No, they're just not. Well, uh, the problem is is that is that the industry itself it's 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 decayed and you've t- because so many people don't want to spend the money. One hundred forty bucks. Yeah, I don't. And in the 1990s, when I, back when I was a film student in the 1990s, right? Uh, I would, my friend Chris and I, we we, uh, we lived together. We went to North Texas together. We would literally see almost anything that came out, right? Yeah, because it was cheap. You could go to the movie, you could get popcorn, whatever, and it, it was a cheap night. Now it's not like that, right? I mean, I, I can go to my cinema here, and it's you know five twenty five for a for a matinee, which is not bad at all for a ticket, but. It's one of those situations where they have five dollar movie nights at, at, at one of the theaters over in Amarillo. Uh, it's only on Tuesdays, but I mean that's what I, I went and watched the new Star Wars, and that's what we paid. We paid ten bucks for for our tickets, me and Sarah. So, like to me, when it stopped being affordable, is where the rise of the Marvel movies and the comic book movies industry in general started, and so. Look, I get, I get, I understand what you're saying, George, and, and you probably put it more balanced than most mm-hmm. people. I think the reaction was so visceral towards Scorsese, um, and, and with the with the fanboys and everything like yeah. that. That uh, your nuanced opinion it gives me a, it makes me think about it a little bit more. Ashley, are Marvel film cinema? No, I mean, there's a very clear line between what is meant for popular entertainment and then what's meant for, um, you know, more, I wouldn't even call it art, but it's a, you know, like with books, you have a clear division between genre fiction, which is going to be your stuff like your romance, your sci-fi, your, um, your fantasy and literary fiction, which is more about exploring like human condition. It's going to be more conceptual and it's not going to, it's going to be much less formulaic. So I can see there being a very similar divide with movies between, you know, your popular films and cinema. So I think it's really nothing. It's not fair to get upset at Scorsese for it at all, because it's like, yeah, there, there's a difference here. That doesn't mean that these movies aren't successful and aren't worthy of any kind of acclaim, because there is 
always going to be an appeal to, um, you know, blockbuster movies and um, any kind of, you know, popcorn flick. And um, I don't think it's fair to just diminish those at all because they're not art worthy or whatever. Um, yeah. But I don't think it's fair also to, you know, be of the, to uphold that cinema is held to a higher standard um, just both with the content and the actual technique involved. So, you know, it's just for a different audience and it's for a different purpose and for a different occasion. So I think it's just, you understand that difference and there's nothing controversial about it. And I like what Marlon said in YouTube chat. He says, I agree with Scorsese, although criticizing superhero movies for not being cinema is like criticizing your popcorn and Coke for not being mm-hmm. a steak and red wine. That's different types of movies and different types of dinners. I guess one yeah. is more, more, like, uh, what, what even yeah. is the context of this? Is he like coming out and being like, meh, meh, comic book movies? Or did someone ask him, hey, Scorsese, what do you think about comic book movies? Like, of course, he would say, right. You know, if there's about. one thing I have a problem with what Scorsese says is he says he hasn't watched many of them. He's only watched one or two. Mm-hmm. And he's he's br- basing his opinion on an overall genre of two, one or two movies. Well, in defense of Scorsese oh. on this point now, coming from Scorsese's point of view, okay? I mean, I'm not Scorsese, but I I think where I get where this guy's coming from. For now, uh, you can be Scorsese. Okay, thank you. Okay. <laughs> um, keep in mind, this is the same guy who bitches at Marvel Films Art Cinema than he does that stupid Super Bowl Coke ad. Um, exactly. Thank you. But, but I think from what he's trying to say there is that he feels like if he's seen one of them, he has, he has seen all of them. Yeah, and that's I, very I, broad. I, I get that, though. I get that from where mm, he's coming from. I, I understand. Yeah. I don't agree with it, but I understand what he's... I understand well, why he's in that way. He's got that mindset. I think early on with the MCU it was very formulaic, mm-hmm. but as the MCU has evolved, I mean, uh, I love Captain America, the winter soldier because it's, it's a spy movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it, there's sub genres within the comic book. Yeah, uh, and, like, I, and I'm sure that's why it appealed to Robert Redford. Robert Redford's like, dude, I used to do yeah. this in the seventies. Right. This used to be my bag. CEO of Disney. What's his name? He just wrote Bob a book. Iger. Bob Iger. Bob Iger says uh, it's not fair to clump all superhero movies in the same genre. Black Panther is not the same as Shaquille O'Neal Steel. Right. That's that's absolutely true. And it's no, not, it's, I mean, it's not. It's but I mean, I, it, but the, the same line remains the same. They're not cinema. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I, I disagree. I think I think they're all cinema. I, I think that uh, the not. one. Uh, it's the same. <laughs> it's the same theory that we just had with popcorn and steak. They're all food. Mm-hmm. How, how you eat them and enjoy them is different, but they're all under the umbrella of food or cinema. But here's well, the, the umbrella would be movies, not cinema. Here, here's here's cinema the, what's the difference like between a movie and a cinema, cinema, Ashley. I don't understand the difference. Movies okay. would just be like the overall, you know, um, you know, it's it's film. It's on a screen. You're watching it. Cinema would be something that seeks to show, demonstrate mastery and all the techniques of film work and the cinematography. Yes. This sound. I think you see that in the Marvel films. No, I think Brad, you see- okay. Brad, I'm going to break it down for you real, real easy, okay? All right. Are you ready for this? Yes, Kirby Han. Okay. <laughs> Cinema. Citizen Kane. Um, Akira Kurosawa's Ron. Casablanca. Okay. Arguably Casablanca. Um, on the other hand, movies. Bachelor Party with Tom Hanks. <laughs> hard bodies all right I, I, so r- you gotta you you think it's the splash, next level splash with tom yes. movie it's like you can't really compare them in the same category like the the marvel the mcu movies with like 
1917 and Parasite is like they're just in a it's not even like you know one is better than the other it's not a matter of yeah, like yeah it it's not that. saying that it just it just means that they're they're different there I think you're difference. saying that that uh, one is above the other. You just said Citizen Kane's better than Citizen Black Kane's Pan. one of the best. Citizen, I agree. It's, the it's best a movie great of all time. I agree. It's a great film. It was innovative. It was. It, it completely changed the way we look at narrative <laughs> film. Black yeah. Panther did not. Okay, yeah. you got you got high. Okay, think about the Oscar bait movies, Brad. And every year we get the Oscar bait, and and they're artsy, fartsy, hoity-toity type film. That's what Scorsese's talking about with cinema. Yes. And the, the the Marvel movies are a, a evolution of the Schwartz. It's like Predator. It's like Terminator. Yes. Those are your blockbuster movies. Those I, movies. They're I not think cinema. you can make yep. a superhero genre as cinema. I think you but can. Logan, I think, could, Logan very good. Oh my That's goodness. a good one. Raise your hand if you're a film major. George, can you not... Is the genre superhero not able to be cinema? No. Oh, Joker. That brought up Joker. Joker is a superhero. Yeah. I mean, like, I can see where people would think that, that the new Joker, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker, is cinema. I, I, I'll allow you on that, but it's not superhero. George, it's what super makes villain. superheroes not able to be cinema? Why can't you take it? Uh, why, Brad, Brad, why, why can't are you, you make a Citizen Kane uh, superhero? It's, not that, they can't be. it's that, that's not what they're going it's, it's for. Not, why are you offended by it? I'm, is, I'm it, debating it, you. I, I disagree no, no, no. strongly. Pause. With you. I, I know you disagree strongly, but why can't they be different? Why do they have to all be the same thing, Brad? No, they don't. I, I, I would agree that uh, Citizen Kane is not equal not, to Shaquille O'Neal's steel. I'm not saying, Brad, I'm not saying that Black Panther is not as important as uh, Citizen Kane. The Magnificent Ambersons. Yeah. I'm just saying they are completely different. One is a movie, one is cinema. And that's yeah, what I, makes I, cinema I what so good. Yeah. Cinema is so good that there's a variety of different stories oh, to be Jesus, told. Jesus Christ. Well, think, okay, look at I it this way. The purpose of like a movie like um, what we see with the MCU. It is seeking to, I mean, more cynically, to make money, um, but also to yeah. entertain. Its purpose is to entertain. With cinema, generally, there is a there's an attempt to challenge and to push the limits of um, of film work and what um, you know what you can really do with the art. The 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 one the thing motivations are different. The one George, you mentioned the de aging of characters. It's funny because you saw, you see that used that technique used so heavily, and I think that the money that it took before to try to do that now versus then, thanks to superhero movies, has made that to where it's significantly. Well, see that you it's different when you're trying to de age somebody who was already in a thing like like de aging Luke Skywalker to make him look younger so you can do a scene. You know, right. like in Rise of the Skywalker or one thing, it's mm-hmm. it's that's one thing, but it's a, it's a different thing. Like when you're like like with the Irishman, when they were younger, they should have used different actors, same as they did Godfather Two, mm-hmm. right? So right. one uh, before we wrap up, George, I'm curious, really, why you think the superhero genre cannot be cinema? In the fact that I, no, I, I'm serious. Brad, Brad, I, I've already I've already explained it. Well, I, I, if you, I've if already I've already here, explained it. We're, we're just going to keep talking in circles. Because I'm explaining, I'm explaining to you the difference between cinema and movies, but you don't, you don't, 
you, you either disagree or you don't want to you don't want to see the difference. I just don't think anyone said that it can't be cinema. George did. I thought he said he can't. It can't be cinema. And Adam is talking about how we know it as we we know it. I would say I would say no. Phoenix has a shot of being the best actor for the Oscar this year. That uh, is that cinema is the Joker film cinema. Arguably, people could make the argument that the new Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix. But here's the thing, though. It's not the the Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix. The central focus is not Joker and his relation to Batman. Right. It's not. It, it, it's a Joker origin. Mo- it, 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 origin. Is, it is more a cerebral film. It's it's like uh, uh, Clockwork Orange or something like that. You know what I mean? It, I don't it's, think it's, it has it, to be about his relation to Batman to be a superhero movie. Joker is not a superhero movie. Yeah, Joker. Joker is bat. I've not even seen Super- Joker, so I don't know. Okay, Joker's superhero elements masked around it's taxi like superhero drivers. subgenre, or is like most with most of the superhero movies we've seen, it's superhero it's, genre with like. Heist subgenre. I'm going to go out and say Joker has nothing to do with superhero stuff, other, other than the main character is a supervillain in a comic book. Yeah. yeah. Because because they don't bring any of that in really into the story. The think Joker, have you seen it yet, George? I haven't seen it. Hmm? Have you seen Joker? I haven't seen I, it. I did. I did see Joker. I, 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 I did. Did you I did, like it? Um, Matt, real it quick. Was very disturbing. Real quick I'm not because really disturbed by movies. This was disturbing. Real quick because Matt Bird uh, said uh, George said he was done with the MCU, but he meant to say DC expanded universe. He's right. I meant to say the DC movies, uh, and I've I've sworn not to see any other DC movies uh, except for Wonder Woman. But I did make uh, a, a, a special case for Joker, um, just because I wanted just because I wanted to see it, just because there's so much buzz about it. But as and I'm you know I, I'm a huge Joker fan. Joker's my boy. Joker's my favorite villain of all time. Uh, it's it's not it's not a comic book movie. Yeah, I didn't enjoy it's it as not. a Joker movie. I enjoyed it as you know commentary on violence and mental mm-hmm. illness and you know right. kind of the outcast of society. You could you could have you could have really as a Joker movie. Did you like it, George? Yeah, it was all right. I mean, okay. I, I enjoyed myself, but uh, you could take the movie, the Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix, and literally change the name. Yeah. I take the Joker and, completely out and make him somebody else, and it still works. That's the and, thing. Instead of, instead of in a, in a, in a, in a instead of it being in Gotham City, it's in New York City, and it's a, it's a yeah. and it's the same movie. So we haven't so heard a word a, out of Jr. about this topic. What do you think, Jr.? <laughs> well, you know, here's the thing. Uh, you know, the, someone someone asked Martin Scorsese for their opinion just to get the kind of reaction that it ultimately got. You know, uh, you know, art is like beauty is in the eye of the beholder. True. Um, I like. Citizen Kane, that was always a favorite movie of mine. I loved Goodfellas. I think Me that's too. a great movie. Um, Casino. I, I even like Casino, even though Casino too. seemed like a watered-down version. But I also like Porky's. I mean, <laughs> and, 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 and it's like, I, I mean, here's the thing. It's like, I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want it to come out like this because Martin Scorsese is one of our great filmmakers, but who cares what he thinks about superhero movies? Who cares? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not funny. Didn't care. Kevin Baggy's too busy lighting cigars, a hundred dollar bills. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, and, and frankly, Netflix. You know, I mean, you know, Scorsese, the movie industry, like any other industry, is changing. Uh, Scorsese's best bet is to do films like Netflix. Maybe he, you know, in fact, it's more or films on Netflix. I mean, I'll give you an example. I, I didn't see The Irishman, but you know, this was Spencer's bright idea. He wanted to watch uh, the the Marriage Story with uh, Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. Oh. 
And so I sat, you know, my wife and I, and he sat and watched it. And, you know, I, I had issues with it or whatever, but, but the thing is I saw it and I, you know, and I, I got done with the two hours and I didn't feel like I'd wasted my life or anything, even though I didn't like it that much, but because it didn't cost me anything, it didn't take me out of the house, you know, and, and I was willing to, you know, it was just nice to sit around and watch a movie. Mm -hmm. I, I would never, never have paid any amount of money to go see it. You know, but yet, but but by being on this new delivery mechanism, you know, I, I was exposed to a movie that I wouldn't normally go see. So, you know, I mean, Scorsese, he shouldn't be bitter. I mean, Netflix is probably where our tours are going to go. I mean, that's probably yeah. the, the medium. Yeah. That well, I got to playing off of uh, what Scorsese is saying. Uh, his movie was released on Netflix. Another great director of our time is Steven Spielberg, and he has asked the Academy to not include Netflix movies for Academy Awards. Well, st uh, Spielberg, that's a grumpy old man talking. You Spielberg, know, that's just Spielberg doesn't have the same problem that Scorsese's having. Spielberg can get his movie into a movie theater. That's, that's true. Scorsese, yeah. it's a little harder for him right now because of the way the Marvel movies have sort of changed the landscape for big event pictures. Yeah. Is cinema, can cinema be on streaming alone? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, nothing about the delivery mechanism changes, yeah. you know, their ability to tell a story and to True. produce their product. It changes nothing about the product other than the way it's consumed. Yeah. The, yeah. the, the, the problem, oh, look, again, the we've seen, I mean, look how many Oscar bait movies aren't like very popular they don't do very well at the box office the, the for the past 30 years since the blockbuster was in, you know since 1977 with star wars the blockbusters help support the rest of the industry and they suck the air out of the room but they were enabled to get things like godfather and goodfellas and, and all these other genre movies the problem is is that we are so uh, the the consumer is so consumed with so much stuff you had three or four channels for 25 years, and now we have 300 <clears> channels. <throat> we have TV shows. We have a lot of people are spending more so and more many time outlets. At home. They're not going out in on, on a Friday night. My folks are like that. They're never, ever going back to the movie theater. They've told me. They're like, we, mm -hmm. if, if it's not streaming or if it's not something we can DVR, we don't care anymore. If, if it comes out on Blu-ray and we're interested, sure, we'll buy it. Other than well, that, right. that that's one thing theater. about our generation is – uh, Marvel gets our asses in seats outside of the house. Marvel and Star Wars about the only thing I'll go to get, see gets our asses out of, out of the house in the seats to pay the money to see it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and and to a lesser extent, Disney, Disney movies for a lot of people. But I mean, again, yeah. it, it's Disney has gobbled up all this stuff, and it's really upset the balance of the force with the with the studio world, and the studio mm -hmm. system is just gonna. Have to evolve, and that's the one thing. It's George, very, brought, up, George yeah. brought up Spielberg. Spielberg's willing to adapt. Yeah, and 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 Scorsese's inflexible. Right. Yeah, that's a good. If, that's a good, if you that, think that, about it, films it. are very similar to comic books. The cost is making us go to Marvel Unlimited, mm -hmm. uh, etc., because four bucks a pop for a comic book, and twenty bucks for two to go out and see a movie, if not more. The movie, the, the motion picture industry is yes, it is costing itself money because it is, it is too much. It is too expensive to go see a lot of movies now. Yeah, uh, I, even even like I've been in this apartment twenty years. Even when I moved into this apartment, I was going to movie theater a few times a week. Yeah, right. you can't you can't do that anymore. Right. And I, I, I've got I've got rent. I've got bills. Everything is going up. Everything's mm. trying to suck money out of me. 
Yeah. Right. Everything. Every app I install wants to suck money out of me. Literally yep. everything. Right. And, and, and the, the companies, the, the companies, I'm sorry, JR. Uh, go ahead. No, it's all right. no, I was just going to say in the sheer cost of a movie, you know, I mean, it creates loftier expectations. I mean, yeah. you know, like Hobby going and spending $140 on a movie, he does it. He's not going to be mildly amused. You know, he, I mean, you're going to get blown away. Yeah. I mean, the expectations are that much higher, you know I mean? And, and if you don't get blown away, if you don't feel like you've seen something that has cha- transformed, you, you know, your opinion of humanity, you feel like you're wasting your time and money. But uh-huh. if, you know, again, you sit and watch a movie for a couple hours on streaming, you know, you, it, it, whether or not you liked it that much or not, you don't feel maybe as antagonistic toward it. Oh, you've you know, lost time. You're more willing to appreciate yeah, it. Time, not money. Yeah, and, and time is a big thing, but if you're sitting down to watch a movie, you're using disposable time to begin with. And, and um, if you're spending a weekend watching two or three movies a month or a week over a month and you're paying $9.99 a month or $4.99 a month if you've got Disney Plus and you're watching something on that – you're you're not you, to try, try to try to replicate that in the movie theater is just not feasible. Okay. And economically speaking, right now, what what you're seeing with a lot of new movie theaters that are new movie theaters that are coming up is that they have to build other things into them. They have to build like a Dave and Buster's type atmosphere, a bowling alley. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to get dinner, yeah. dinner inside inside the inside the theaters. They're doing that because. They have to do. Uh, they have to have other streams of revenue. They're allowing alcohol in the movie theaters because of that. They have to. They have to have other streams because right now, cinema at, or movies as as it is outside the blockbusters just don't do well. Yeah. And it's funny, um, I saw an interview with Linda Hamilton that kind of touched on this yeah. really same uh, subject that you know, she was asked like, "Oh, will you be coming back for another Terminator movie?" And she's like, "Honestly, no." Um, I want to come back on that principle alone because there's so much, you know, just what she was saying is that there's so much pressure on these movies with these $200 million budgets and up um, to right. perform. And so when you don't meet expectations in the theater, like that, it's not like it used to be. There's a lot of pressure, both, um, you know, on the, the, the producing, well, you know, the, um, uh, uh, the, the creation, the creator side of the uh, the movie industry as well, and not just on the consumers. So it's like there's a lot of burden being placed on both sides of the fence. Yeah. If it do, it's, it's the ASM two argument with Sony. If it doesn't make a billion dollars, then then yeah. it may mm-hmm. be the death knell of the studio. Sarah, yeah. what, what are we gonna say? Oh, I was just gonna say, um, Cinemark does the Cinemark Club now, where you pay like ten dollars a month mm-hmm. and you get two free movies a month, two free movie right. tickets a month. Plus, like you get like discounts at like. Movie Pass was Movie Pass attempted to do that and ended up failing because so, so many people. Especially were... dead, by the way. I, went... I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't buy one of those all passes because I, I don't. You, I don't go to the movies that much. I tell you what, in uh, the early '90s, Cinemark did a thing where literally it was it was like for for summer. Mm-hmm. You could get no, it wasn't summer. It was the whole year. The first time they did it, uh, and my my stepdad jumped on it and he was like, "Holy shit! I'm getting this for George." He didn't call me George, but he's like, I'm getting this for George. Um, <laughs> and it, it was $100, 100 bucks, and you got to see however many as you, movies you wanted to see throughout the entire year. And he got that for me, and I saw GD everything. <laughs> what year is this? Everything. What year are you about? This, this was probably 1990, 91, around there. I okay. saw everything that came out. 
Well, a hundred dollars is a good value for all year. I would give. Yeah, you that. they didn't do it. They did. They only did it one year. Yeah, but you're going to go broke on popcorn and soda if you buy that. Well, and, and that's that's the thing is that is that the concessions because those are the what fuel the theater itself are so astronomically priced. You can't. Uh, but it's crazy. Yeah, like okay, like Brad, you and me, you, you know, I like popcorn. We've talked about the same. butter bar. Oh yeah, dude. Right, that you have by your yeah. house. I, I have do. to have. I have to have popcorn if I'm going to watch a movie. Same. Right. I have to, all right? So, Or if I'm going to sit down and watch a bunch of TV shows, it doesn't matter. We're, if I'm sitting down watching something, I have to be able to eat popcorn. Same. All right? So I go I, – I, Cinemark down the street from me. All right? That's where I see almost every damn thing. I've driven by it. Movie – yeah. Movie ticket over there by the mall. Yeah. Movie ticket, right? Movie tickets like uh, – $10. Like, yeah, yeah, anywhere from 8 to $10, all right? Big tub of popcorn, large popcorn, costs you almost $8. That will buy me popcorn for a month. $8, yeah. If you buy the microwave thing. That, will, yeah. buy, that yeah. will buy me popcorn for a month. And, and it's just not worth it to me. Yeah. I mean, the, the look, the insane profit. Mar- I mean, the okay, the cup itself of soda. The cup. Oh, it's, it's ridiculous. Probably, it's, it's like six or seven bucks. It's probably it is 10 cents. Ridiculous. It's 10 cents for the, for the cup. It's... Uh, uh, probably 30 cents to 40 cents for the actual fluid and another 20 cents for the ice. And you're <laughs> going to cost me and you're going to make me spend another 10 bucks for a drink. Yeah. That was a good debate. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we're going to wrap it up with weird stuff. Jr. is going to talk about <laughs> woman, this, uh, this headline is woman protests Spider-Man sculpture as satanic. Quote, hate crime against the church. I'm Take so me through there, JR. Boy, this really triggered me. <laughs> um, <laughs> because this brought back a lot of memories. Uh, being raised uh, the way that I was in southwestern Indiana and growing up, you know, to uh, spend my life an ungodly amount of time trying to appease some invisible guy in the sky so I didn't go to hell, you know, and then worry about what other evil invisible people were going to be doing. Uh, And uh, and that was a time of my life I don't want to revisit. And uh, this is what kind of reminded me of it, this kind of absolute insanity, Um, (laughs) you know, and of course it takes place in Nebraska. You know, which, you know, Nebraska, even though it's the home of Warren Buffett, it's also a state that that elected a college football coach as a senator, uh, which I guess is not as bad as Missouri electing dead people. Stop. Uh, but, you know, I guess <laughs> I a college football, a college football coach and a senator, I guess they have about the same amount of ethics. But, um, you know, so anyway, what what it happened? And there's there's another idiotic thing too. Like some of these cities, they put these they, they put a bunch of a hundred of these ugly ass sculptures up, and they call it art. Um, apparently, what the city has done is they've put like about fifty sculptures of hands, and it's part of some charity event uh, called um, oh, Hands Across hell? America. Uh, I got it. Hold on. Serving here. hands, Lincoln public art project, you yeah, know, and it's I got like, you. It's right here. You, you know, you, you go to like, you know, you, you go to Chicago or whatever, and they've got all these stupid bulls or you go to, you know, uh, uh, well, my wife's hometown or whatever. They've got all these bulldogs around and I can just see going and seeing all these hands. But anyway, so this woman, you yeah, know, she sees the hands that were painted like Spider-Man. And of course they're going like this, you know, and she says, Okay, it's a sculpture, two hands painted red and black, formed into devil horns. 
<laughs> I never really quite got this is devil horns. Okay. Not this, well, you know, this is no. like Chicago bulls, right. You know, but anyway, this is anti-Christian demonic and completely inappropriate and offensive to place in front of the children's suit and the gardens where couples are married. No, <laughs> Lady, I'm going to tell you, you know, <laughs> there is no, there is no better uh, analogy uh, for marriage than hell. <laughs> okay. So trust me, I know. I know. I know, Jay. Yeah. I should have listened to you the first time. So uh, you know, so she <laughs> the, the the nonprofit group's director, Matt Schulte, said he was surprised by the complaint. <laughs> I can imagine it. His, his his surprise was what? What? There's always gonna be uh, that one person. But uh I uh I, I tell you it's uh it, 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 it's uh, I, I again it just just reminds me of uh, uh, how poison uh, I, I I better watch it I'm gonna get in trouble <laughs> I better get in trouble hmm. uh, I'm the same kind of guy who could write a book called how to go from a fundamentalist Baptist to an atheist and teen easy steps and I'll just leave it at that um, <laughs> by the way this, one is, of the, this is referred to uh, as devil horns so he, they by, even got by the way also this, this is love yeah, this is devil horn. So metal thumb in, tuck your thumb. Oh, okay, I, thought, I thought they were like this, you know, like you want. No, that's, that's someone was getting their picture taken. You did no. like that. And, and in Texas, this is the University of Texas. Yeah, that's why I thought hook them horns, right? Hook I mean, horns, it's, yeah, yeah. geez. But but the one part, positive part about what, this, like, the one positive part about this article that I printed off was because the next yeah. story was Florida man. No, arrested, no. <laughs> arrested <laughs> let me hear it. Let me hear it. After he. Well, I didn't. I don't have the story. It was just it's a link. But Florida man arrested after he was caught in someone else's bed naked. So, <laughs> so, oh, so now that we got we got religious lunatics and Florida man. Oh my! So, God. Florida, look, look, Florida. You just I go, read that comic. So, so, so basically, it's an uneducated. I mean, she's not. She doesn't know who Spider Man is. Obviously, wait, I mean, wait, wait, wait. woman who just is just, just looking to get be get mad over. Oh, these are the on. same. Oh. These are the same kind of idiots. All right. Who I remember when um, I was about to say I don't know. George is about to say something because I was going to go on a rant. Well, I was going to. I was going to just say devil's advocate. <laughs> All right. uh, no pun intended. Is that the best choice of words right now? <laughs> yes, I think it was. The Lord, the Lord does smart. Devil's advocate on this. All right. Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason, this woman may have come across the one more day trade paperback in the local public <laughs> library. And, and in that case, and in that case, I can see where she's pissed. <laughs> but, lady. The rest of us were pissed off. Too. I blame oh, Joe Quesada for all of this. Oh my gosh! Any other I'm thoughts say, on I the Devil Spider Man? No, can't can't. After that one, I can't add any more to that. That's That's <laughs> so, as if I usually give Jr. something weird, I gave him I gave him two for one because we haven't done Spider News in a while. Spider Man was in Playboy first appearance. Go ahead, Jr. Okay, well, first of all, boys and girls, if you've uh, if you've watched the show long enough. Um, and I'm, and I'm trying to, uh, God, I hate, I hate these, these links sometimes. Um, anyway. I can't even see them. Brad just scrolls through them so fast, but, but anyway, so anyway, so like I see the link, I see the story that I'm going to get Spider-Man appears in playboy. And yeah. of course this triggered good memories for me because like every, <laughs> I mean, like one of, one of the things, and I, and I don't know what it is for young men these days. I mean, I guess I should ask the internet. Certain. 
if he would talk to me. But uh, in my day, one of the rites of passage when, as you entered puberty and, you know, you're 12 years old or whatever, is trying to find a copy of Playboy. You know, or trying to either buy one, get one to buy someone for you, or looking at somebody else's, for example, and making sure that your old man uh, and and your mother didn't know. Although most people's old men probably had their own stash. Well, in my house, it was hustler. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> Please. My, 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 so father, much my father, on the other hand, wouldn't allow. It's like wouldn't allow a. a the Farrah Fossa poster, you know, I, I wanted one of those in the seventies, you know, the classic Farrah Fossa. Yeah. My father was, was, you're was, making a fun co pop of that pose, that poster, by the way. I, yeah. Of course. That, but that was a, you know, I, you know, as the 1970s, that was anyway, so playboy, whatever. So, so I see this story. And of course, like I said, if you've watched this, if, if you watch this show, you know, that Brad is the master of misdirection because he'll give you a title <laughs> and he'll make you think that you're going to see or read something interesting. And then it comes up <laughs> to be completely misdirected. So what this is, this is not Spider-Man appearing in Playboy. All right. This is Jap Japanese version of Playboy. <laughs> and of course, you know, when I think of Japanese porn, I think of 31, 30 year old women dressed as schoolgirls. you know, I mean, that's, uh, you know, uh, you know, Japanese porn or, or Sailor Moon or something like that, oh, you no. know, that's, uh, but, uh, and, wow. and all this was, was take um, me through the article. What a friend we have. To be. <laughs> well, anyway, what this was was apparently back in the seventies. This was in the seventies uh, when Marvel was just licensing its characters for anything and everything. Apparently, it allowed or licensed this Japanese company publishing company who published porn, licensed them to uh, include eight pages of Spider-Man comics in their porn, in their porn magazines. So anyway, as uh, you know, like in this particular issue, as you know, as you're starting to look through here, you know, and you're going, uh, 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 and then all of a sudden you see Spider-Man fighting Blocky Drago, the vulture. It's like, no. what the hell is this? But the, the thing is, that, and this is the thing, the, the writer of this article then spends, oh, by Rich Johnson. Well, of course, he spends more time talking about how, well, this doesn't look like it's the real art from a Amazing Spider-Man 63 or 64. That can't be right. And it's like, you dummy. I mean, that's not the story. The story is Spider-Man appearing in porn. You know? <laughs> Listen. It, it's, Here, let it's him get through it. Let him get through it. So, I mean, it, I, I was, you know, and of course, when I'm thinking of, of, of Spider-Man and porn, I'm thinking about, you know, uh, you know, uh, how uh, in spirit, when George was here in spirit reviewing the Spider-Man far from home movie. And he was complaining about the, the Tom Holland, Spider-Man watching porn and how Wait, his Spider-Man didn't watch. JR did a riff on you and during the far from home review. Uh, he was, he oh, was channeled your, your spirit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you were here in spirit, George. You weren't you, here. You were George. Yeah. I remember so, that. So, but, but anyway, so, so anyway, so, so Rich Johnson brings up the idea that, you know, here's eight pages of Spider-Man comics in a porn mag. And then he goes on to spend most of the article talking about how, oh, let's not real Marvel art. Uh, so, but anyway. like Johnson. <laughs> yeah, I do. John, Johnson has the uncanny ability to turn anything that might be, might be remotely exciting into complete. I'm surprised he didn't find a, a way to work Neil Gaiman into it. Go ahead. Uh, Neil Gaiman or, or, or Alan Moore. I, I, Jr. Did did Marvel license this, or did they? Uh, they had. Uh, it, How did it, they well, do first, it? Well, first of all, I, I'm going to make a generalization here, okay. which is going to get me in trouble. Um, who are the most? What side of the world is the most notorious intellectual property thieves? Where do they live? China. 
China. Where do they live? Well, yeah. China. In Asia. Yeah. The copyright yeah. laws are very different there. So, um, so you know, the great – so it, 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 it is very possible. It is very possible yeah. that um, – it, it was simply stolen in public. Why it was put in a porn magazine? I don't. Well, but then again, the Japanese or a They're lot, weird, actually, I should say, the rest of the world are not as prudish about pornography as Americans are. You know, Americans, for whatever reason, are stuck in this 17th century puritanical mentality. The rest of the world is not. But that's another. That's a topic for another day. Or it is possible. Or, or it is possible that Marvel was, you know, in the 70s or whatever. Uh, I, I think if you read, um, if you read. Uh, um, I think I think it was in Marvel Marvel Wars, the book that was about the uh, the bankruptcy of Marvel. But when someone, when a movie theater, when a, a producer wanted to buy the rights to a Marvel character, he was sold it dirt cheap. And he said, "Well, what about so and so? Oh yeah, you can have that too. Oh, you can have that too." And so like he basically wound up having the rights to all the Marvel characters for like fifty bucks. And I'm exaggerating, yeah. but uh, you know, Marvel was not the most business. Uh, Oh. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I remember they reading. Have the most business sense, so. I remember there's no, there's no telling how this could have showed up in there. Look, uh, you, you read Untold Story, yeah. Marvel: The Untold Story. There's actually a bit riffing off of what Jr. said that somebody bought the rights to to Marvel movies, and they're like, "Oh, we bought the rights to Superman," and they're like, didn't even realize that it wasn't that they were two different companies. What were you saying, Ashley? Um, in Japan, I know, um, you know, manga and comics are very you know it's being very widely consumed by people of all ages of all backgrounds like i know you can go on a train and find like the businessmen reading just kids comics uh and manga all the time so right. the, that it ended up in a uh, um these are the same people that buy uh, undies out of vending machines hmm? these are the same people that buy undies out of vending machines there's all sorts of stuff out of those so things. george there. what what would you think if you bought the magazine you're like da 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 da, da spider-man oh, on the other hey. page. what would you what would you think <laughs> Well, I, I mean, it depends on what uh, what period of life I am uh, at the time. Uh, if I'm at a certain period of life, I'm like interested, interested. Suddenly, not interested. Why, why are you interrupting my my you know my, uh, my groove here? Uh, but uh, but I, you know what? I I don't have a problem with thinking that this is legitimate because a number one, uh, yeah, back in the day, Marvel would license damn anything for money. They were yeah. they were trying they, they were desperate for money. Uh, number two, I bet if like uh, uh, the the Chinese the, or the Japanese head of Playboy walked in the Stan's office and was like, "We would like to put this in your our book and give you money," and Stan's like, "You want to give me money to put Spider Man in with a bunch of naked chicks? Where do I sign?" <laughs> <laughs> this is the same guy that used Excelsior, the Marvel Treasury the edition, the Marvel Treasury edition to cover up his junk. Mm. Come on, I mean, this is the seventies. It's free love, man. Free love. <laughs> That's the sixties. <laughs> okay, sixties, seventies, whatever. He was a seventies was the seventies was polyester, polyester and Saturday seventies was disco and quaaludes. <laughs> on that note, any other thoughts on Spider Man and the Japanese Playboy? The only people that read the Spider Man parts of the of the Japanese Playboy were the ones that read the articles. Wow, Jr. Oh, wow. Any thoughts on that one? Your final topic. <laughs> I think I've said about all yeah, that I care to say yeah. about it. All right, let's uh, go around the horn for final thoughts, and we'll take a couple uh, Facebook and YouTube questions before we wrap it up. So start typing those in the uh, the chat, and we'll answer them real quick at the end of the show. So, George, final thoughts? Uh, it's almost 1 a.m. here. Zach, final thoughts? <laughs> Man, it's, uh, it's it, this has been a fun episode. I, I agree. They've been longer than normal. Because we've had a few uh, asides, I thought we had a really good debate with the cinema I agree. Uh, and how much you're wrong. But um, 
you know, I mean, you know, that's just a Tuesday. But um, true, he's gonna be, he's gonna kick me out in a second. <laughs> I thought but, about it, but I want I don't want the show. <laughs> uh, but no, I like I said, I thought this was a really good episode. I thought everybody had really good points. And, I agree. And, uh, definitely go to Patreon. Doc, if you like if you like this episode so much, go to Patreon.com/slash/crawlspace and become a Patreon subscriber. There you go. Uh, Ashley, final thoughts. Uh, it's almost two a.m. here, oh, the bar's uh, just so out. I don't want to hear complaints about one a.m. <laughs> but um, no, um, I will continue to defend the line between cinema and movies till the day I die. Um, and I could go on for another hour about that. But <laughs> Jr. Final thoughts: Are you uh, going to eBay right now looking for this magazine? <laughs> <laughs> If that showed up, I'm, I'm, I'm too. Step. I'm too old. For I mean, honest to God, <laughs> <laughs> you can give it to, to, to Spencer as a gag. No, Can we not? Trust me, Spencer probably has can find stuff easier than I can. Probably. <laughs> all right. That's just the way it is these days. There True go. story. Uh, all right. Real, Facebook and YouTube, all 19 of you. If you'd like to ask us questions, we'll stick around for a couple minutes and then we'll wrap up the show. Oh, Matt Bird, what do you guys think about Kirk Douglas's passing? Well, I think, he, you know, I think, you know, if you throw too many interceptions, you get benched. That's what happened to him. What? Kirk, Kirk Douglas's passing. He, he was oh intercepted. My God. Oh, by the way, uh, if you notice, Matt, you misspelled Douglas. You put an extra ass on it. When I was in the third grade, uh, someone asked ass. me, uh, someone asked me, uh, how do you spell <laughs> Douglas? Is there an ASS? And I go, uh, in like the third or fourth grade, I go, it's just one S. Uh, you take as much ass off of Douglas as you can. I got in trouble for that. I got I got sent to the principal or something. So yeah. So 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 you meant to say you have an extra S on there, but you said you ha- he had an extra ass on there. You got an extra ass on Douglas. Just one S on Douglas. Anyway, uh, Kirk Douglas, a movie that I like, and and I'm not that familiar with all of Kirk Douglas's catalog, but in the '80s he was in a movie with uh, Burt Lancaster called Tough Guys. And it had Dana Car- Dana Carvey, Dana Carvey, Dana Carvey in it. And these were these two ex-cons that just got out of jail in, say, 1986. And they've been in prison since the 50s. And they were uh, acclimating to society. And uh, one of Kirk Douglas's favorite lines is, once I get out of this joint, I want to know what a Chicken McNugget is. I, I, just, I always remember that movie. It's a really funny. I don't think people, many people know about that. They know about Spartacus and they know about all Look, the other Kirk Douglas movies, but tough guys go see that one. If you haven't seen it, uh, I'll say this. I mean, the live 103 years oh, no in, doubt. In, in life. I mean, he lived a very long, glorious life. Uh, he also helped produce, you know, uh, Michael Douglas. So no that, that's a, he's, he's, uh, he's Ant-Man's dad. So, you know, I mean, that's, I, uh, I, I my favorite Kirk Douglas movie is Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's on Disney Plus. I've saw it mm-hmm. the other day available. I've never seen that movie. I need to. You should watch it. It's great. Yeah, Jr. You got a favorite Kirk Douglas? Uh, Seven Days in May. I've never seen that one either. With, with uh, that also has Burt Lancaster in it. It's about a military coup plot to overthrow the the government. So, and Burt Lancaster is the uh, is the general in charge of the plot, oh. and uh, Kirk Douglas is the. Uh, member of the joint chiefs or whatever that, uh, or well, I don't know if he's a member of the joint chiefs, but anyway, he's the, he's the one that uh, helps take him down. Ashley or Zach, any favorite Kirk Douglas movies? Uh, I mean, I mean uh, my, my favorite Kirk Douglas or yeah, Kirk Douglas film is the same as uh, Cory Booker's Spartacus. 
Yeah, Spartacus. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I can't Ashley? I've seen anything. Nobody laughed. That's the wah, wah, wah. Um, to keep it back to Spider-Man, did you know that Michael Keaton's real name is Michael Douglas? Yes. He, he changed yeah. it to avoid yeah. being confused with the other Michael Douglas. And he got his start on Mr. Rogers. He did with Fred oh. Rogers. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Well, just, just like uh, Davey, uh, David Bowie had to change his name to David Bowie because there was already a David Jones. <laughs> oh, David Jones from the Monkees? Yeah. Yeah. Michael, uh, Michael J. Fox has a J in his name because uh, there was somebody else already called Michael Fox. In uh, wrestling, Steve Austin was actually – his real name is Steve Williams. He changed it to Steve Austin because there was already – a Japanese wrestler named uh, Dr. Death Steve Williams, and so he had to change huh. his name that way. What other YouTube channels, says Vinkman, uh, do you like to watch? I absolutely <laughs> love retro blasting. I also like getting to see Michael Bailey on WGBS TV live every Tuesday night. What is is that the Superman channel? Yeah. Okay. What does what WGBS stand for, I wonder? It's the uh, greatest. call sign from the actual comics. Mm-hmm. Oh. When in the in the seventies, when he was a reporter on TV instead of a, a newspaper oh. reporter, that's what that's called. Oh, I didn't know that. That's kind mm-hmm. of fun. I'm um, surprised I, that I. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not as big a Superman fan. Um, you know, it's it's not comic book related, but I like news be funny on YouTube. Every month they edit together clips of news bloopers, and those are always. Were you ever on the, one of those though? I, I wasn't, but uh, I probably could have been. Um, another one I like is Dame Drops. You ever watch Dame? He does food reviews in his car, which I could totally see George doing. Like you pull in through a drive-thru and George just eats a hamburger and reviews it in front of the camera. I could totally see you doing that that gig. Yeah. Uh, could, couldn't you, George? I, I mean, mean, I mean, I mean, you, yeah. know, you know what we need to do on the crawl space, George? We need to do we need to go through a Whataburger. Review it. Put a little can on your dash. I review Whataburger. I've eaten 10,000 Whataburgers in my life. (laughs) I know. So have I. So like, like that that should say everything. Yeah. (laughs) Anybody else? JR, what are you watching on YouTube? Uh, Japanese porn. Oh, Jesus. Ashley, what are you watching on YouTube? What's some channels you like? Um, Probably one of my absolute favorites is uh, Lindsay Ellis's channel. She does a, Oh yeah. Yeah. I know. More interesting in like cinema and film. She does a, I mean, her, her, her whole sphere is the intersection of pop culture and movies, and she has some of the best analysis analyses you'll you'll see. George, what do you like on YouTube? Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> so I do a lot of tabletop role-playing. I play D&D. I run a D&D campaign that uh, actually uh, Mike and Neil are part of. They've been in it now for over two years. Right. Oh, nice. Um, and so I watch a lot of role-playing game channels where they either play. I, I take that back. I, I don't watch it where they play so much because most of the people involved are kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of times they'll talk about, you know, like getting ready for a session or planning things or, you know, just different ways to think about things. And so I, I watch those a lot. I watch uh, postmodern jukebox, which I love. Oh, I like them too. Um, I do. And I watch, uh, I watch deer meat for dinner. <laughs> which is uh which is a show about uh about a dude he lives out in florida that's nice he's got, a, he's got his own uh he's got his own place uh this th- ever since this guy started his channel like years ago like he documents everything like he documented like meeting his wife 
who I think was working as a PR person for like a, uh, like a gun company. Um, and their whole relationship, and now they're married and they have several kids. This has all been while this dude's had this channel. This dude goes, he hunts deer, he hunts wild hog, he hunts gator. But then it's not just about that. He shows you the hunting it, the cleaning, wow. and processing, and then the cooking. You know, like recipes and like what he wants to do. It is fascinating. And he, he does fishing, catches lobster, crab. It is crazy. Hmm. It's and I, I just I just love it and I always eat it when I don't have any food and I'm and, and then I'm just starved. <laughs> it's like well if I can't eat I'll watch uh, I watch um, I, I think I can't remember his name I think his name's Rob. Um, so I watch that. Uh, I watch I watch some Sims Four stuff like with little Simsy and Della Gracie. I watch them like build stuff in Sims Four and then uh, try to recreate it and fail miserably. <laughs> um, I watch, uh, what else? Uh, I'm subscribed to the Elvis channel. And also, uh, if you like, if you like old school comedy, sort of like Saturday Night Live, but funny, um, <laughs> sort of, you know, that's funny. Like SNL was back when it was, you know, first on TV. Right. Um, there was a show back in the day called SCTV. It's where John Candy and Joe oh, yeah. and Eugene yeah. Levy and, uh, Love you know, that stuff. Martin Short, you know, got their start. Um, love John Candy, and it is a hilarious show. And there's a YouTube Dang. channel now for SETV, and I I can't stop watching that. Is it but, modern or is it old stuff? No, 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 no. It's all the old stuff. Okay, cool. It's all the old stuff. So, yeah. Uh, are you done, George? I'm sorry. I didn't mean, step on. I, I guess I am now. Go ahead. No, no, no. no I'm shutting up. I'll shut no, up. No, it's it's fine. I, I've gone I've gone through my list. I'm just yeah. so used to you talking over me. What would you like? What do you like? What do you watch um, YouTube? So I am I am a, a big Apple nerd and Apple fanboy, so I, I follow a lot of the tech blogs. Uh, so I watch them so much. Um, <laughs> uh, so I. I also follow. I'm blinking three times. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Sarah. So um, not only you that, accepted the first date of, and then the second one, Sarah. Yeah, you're, you're to blame. Yeah, you're, uh, you have no one to blame for that but yourself, Sarah. Yeah, uh, so that's okay, I make him listen to mine. So. Well, well done. Um, uh, but I also listen to a lot of sports stuff. Uh, I listen to a lot of uh, sports, sports politics. gaming, and a lot of politics. All the politics. A uh, couple um, other questions. Uh, who here has read Bendis's Daredevil? I have. And of course, DC Marvel fan space. guy. Would you I say have. it's his best Marvel work? Well, it's um, better than Ultimate Spider-Man, that's for sure. I, I I think it it's because it didn't go so long as Ultimate Spider-Man. I think Bendis after one after Bagley left, Ultimate really went downhill a bit. Uh, until until Miles, it was it was not. And Miles, I, I think Miles has had ebbs and flows. I I, I think his Miles at the beginning was fine, but then after yeah. after, after yeah. Uh, Pacelli left, it was down. Yeah. Ashley, you ever read Bendis Daredevil? No, I really only stuck with the uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. You what? Hmm? What'd you say? I'm sorry. Oh, I only really stuck with Ultimate Spider-Man was yeah. with his uh, initial run on that. Sarah says, "Is that you, Sarah, in the back?" Yeah. Oh, okay. This is on your oh, Facebook page. What's yeah. real, real, real quick before we uh, before you answer Sarah's question, Brad. Yeah. Um, while we're on YouTube, or while we were talking about YouTube, uh, one thing I do is I watch. Uh, this is weird. Uh, I watch um, YouTube video reaction videos of people showing their kids 
the end of Empire Strikes Back. Oh, I've seen a few of those. Those are great. I'm addicted. Well, I say I'm addicted to that. I think I've seen them all now that are out yeah. there on the YouTube they're, and the, they're it, cool. like so that the kids will freak out when you know when they find out that Darth Vader is Luke's dad. Yeah. And I love the Spoilers. ones like I, I Okay. And I love the one where, where my my favorite ones are uh, are the ones where like the kids like look at like immediately when that happens and they realize and then they look at their dad like you know, <laughs> they're gonna give their own father side out like you know, you really yeah. Okay, yeah. There's one of a brother and sister on a couch that I've seen over and over that's really so some of the kids freak out over it. Oh I know so, some some of them start crying and, yeah. and stuff. I mean like it's it's impactful. Yeah. Like I, it makes it. And the reason I think the reason I watch it is because like I, I, I was older than those kids. Most of those kids were in those videos when I saw Empire. Yeah. Uh, but still, the end of Empire. I was like, I, I think I was Empire, like ten yeah. when that came out. At the end of that, I'm like, you know. And yeah. I just, I, I like, I like seeing their honest, you know, raw reaction to it. It's, it's fascinating yeah. to me. I'm sorry. Uh, Sarah wants to know what is everyone's favorite, least favorite Spidey Marvel film. Favorite still is Spider Man Two for me. Spider, yeah. Uh, uh, least favorite Marvel film is the first Hulk movie. I'm still disappointed from 2003 when I saw the Universal the Eric Bana yeah. Hulk. Oh god, yeah. I was so yeah. mad coming out of the I, theater with that. Oh, <laughs> only good thing about that is Jeffrey Conley. Uh, yeah, 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 that's good. Uh, but Hulk dogs. Oh, uh, yeah, that was that was stupid. God, that was a bad. A- Eric Bana wouldn't have been bad, I don't think. As, as, as still, Bruce, yeah. No, that that uh, that was all Ang Lee's fault. That was Ang Lee's fault and Scripps' fault. I yes. still need yeah. to see the first Hulk movie. You don't. You don't. You one. don't. You don't. I, George, I saw Cats. <laughs> <laughs> why? Sorry. Why? Why? Why keep? Why keep doing this to yourself? Because I enjoy yeah. it. It makes me feel alive. Ashley, so what's your answer you to the question? Netflix. Favorite Marvel movie, least favorite? Favorite is Into the Spider Verse. Least favorite is a tie between Iron Man two and Far From Home. Yeah. Uh, least home, yeah. favorite MCU film is, is the Thor is the is the second Thor movie. Dark World just was so bland and bad. I would still um, love I mean, I mean, um, I had no problems with Iron Man. I know a lot of people shit on Iron Man too, but I'm I'm not one of those. I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, uh, my favorite Spider-Man movie is, is Spider-Man Two. Um, yeah, and Into the Spider-Verse is up there. I just I have a hard time equating that with the live-action film. If we stick to strictly MCU. Captain Marvel doesn't hold up on the second time for me. It really doesn't. I don't know. I and I haven't watched Thor two in a while. I remember it being so so, but yeah. Captain Marvel is just not. It's just kind of boring. It's yeah. not. It, it, it never, never gets into that last gear. I, I spe- yeah. It, it doesn't. I, yeah. I spent the entire movie waiting for it to kick out. You know, and it just it just doesn't. Yeah. Uh, um, it just doesn't. I got my Carol payoff from Captain Marvel in Endgame. I, I really don't like, uh, and on the DC side, I, I really don't like. Um, I did. I hated Man of Steel. Like the, the when he breaks Zod's neck, I was done. Um, I did. I didn't have a problem with him breaking Zod's neck. I, I number one, uh, it was consistent with canon in that he had killed Zod in the comics. Right. Uh, number two, Zod didn't give him a choice. Well, I, I know. I, I just it, I, it, it absolutely didn't give him a choice, and Superman reacted yeah. accordingly. Also, our favorite, also, least uh, favorite Marvel uh, film. Jonathan Kent getting sucked up by a tornado was laughable. That was laughable. Hmm. Well, I don't know. Probably, I'm trying to think of, uh, I guess, probably the ones that I like the best as far as just movies are the uh, second and third Captain America. They're good. Winter Soldier and uh, Civil War. I mean, obviously, I have a soft spot in my heart for Spider-Man 1. 
the Raimi one. But uh, I mean, as far as the best made Marvel movies, I think it's those two, the Cat movies. Uh, least favorite? God, that Hulk was. I mean, yeah, it's like it not, it, not only was it just bad, but it was like I couldn't hear half of it, and and <laughs> and that's not, and that was before I got old and needed a hearing aid. I mean, I mean, Dick Nolte walks in. Oh, it's like what? What? So I and he was really, absorbing I, man. What? I, yeah, yeah I didn't even know what why? was going on because I couldn't hear him. You know, uh, and 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 just Eric Bonna just did. He just delivered so many of his lines in monotone. You know. Yeah. <laughs> It just, it was like, it was a. The initial excitement over seeing the Hulk on screen. I mean, the Hulk looked like a, like a, like a green smurf. Well, Spider-Man one had come out already in 2002, 2003, Eric Bana Hulk came out. So I had Sam Raimi high expectations. And then I was like, Oh God. I think, I think Sarah wants to say something. She's held held her hand up this entire time. I just want to like give mine. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So my favorite has to be Spider-Man 1, but it's solely because that was the first, like, superhero movie I ever saw, and I remember seeing it. it was, we went and saw it the week before my little cousin was born, and that was the last thing that me and my cousins did, just us, before he was born. So I very much remember doing it. Um, least favorite, yeah, Amazing Spider-Man 2, that sucked. And having to rewatch it last week, I was <laughs> done. <laughs> Yeah, it's why we were begging Brad to let us do something that doesn't God. suck next time. No, suck, like, sucky review. I don't think awesome. I'm going to be around for the like second one. Then. Um, but also as like a bonus, my favorite like TV series is Jessica Jones. I love Jessica Jones. Mm. I I haven't seen season two or three yet. I need to I watch those. Season one was okay. I about it. I love David Tennant as Purple Man. It was oh, awesome. Speaking of. Talking yeah. about Jessica Jones and the Netflix series, I might get to meet Mike Coulter. He's coming to MemoCon this year. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, cool. nice. One of my biggest celebrity crushes, so I'm like super excited. He was a good Luke Cage. Sad, hey. they couldn't, sad, sad they couldn't come through on the Iron Fist part. I know. Ooh. So, real quick, I forgot a topic. Boom. J.J. Oh, Abrams' Spider-Man has been delayed <laughs> four months. Henry Abrams. Wait, we're already we're already done with the episode, Brad. There's uh, no way you're going to go back and edit this in. You, yeah, you're not, you're not going to edit it. I'm not well, going to edit it. We'll, we'll, we'll spend three minutes talking about it. This book This is a train sucks. wreck, this book. This is an awful book. And if you awful. want to know more about it, go listen to Satellites. But I'm going to tell you right now, this is uh, this is we are just now starting the 2020s. This is the worst book of the 2020s. Yes. Spider-Man. It was also one of the worst books of the 2010s. Is this the, uh, is this the get Craven of the, uh, yes. this is the, the get Craven of the yes. 2020s, man. <laughs> you, know, you heard me say Spider-Man that. Spider-Man four oh. and five. They didn't even bother to rename this something besides, uh, nepotism, Spider-Man nepotism. <laughs> Uh, we call it Abrams man <laughs> on the sh- on the Saturday yeah. podcast. Uh, so uh, four and five were solicited to come out uh, December eleventh. Uh, they've been delayed two months to February nineteenth, and now they've been delayed two more months to April eighth for both of them. And also the last one's supposed to be May twenty seventh. I'm sorry. So that's four months late for both books. Why wasn't this book in the can? I don't suspect it's an art problem. Uh, I've not, never understood why. They, I've never ever understood why anything that's a limited series isn't isn't marketed after it's done. Yeah, I were, don't get it. I've never understood that. Are they rewriting the ending because the first three were so bad? I mean, I, I don't know, but I'm going to tell you right now. We we talked a little bit about us and satellites. I'll say this on the main episode. 
the problem that everybody had with this book was when it was announced, every, they were anticipating it to be this big giant deal because J.J. Abrams uh, is coming in and writing Spider-Man. J.J. Abrams is writing Spider-Man. Yeah. His son is. Right. And it's really Henry. And the fact is, is that there are so many good independent or yeah. other writers that are working maybe at DC that would kill for a Spider-Man miniseries. And because of a guy's last name, yeah, he gets the miniseries and the miniseries, it, it had Awful. to deliver on the, on the hype. And for the, fa and the fact that it, it's just failed miserably. I mean, it, I don't know. Has it, has it not uh, sold nobody, well? It's not. It's not uh, the first issue sold well because of the buzz, because of the pre-issue pre-order buzz. But it's not sold well, and it's and uh, the, all the other reviews I've read of it have been have been just massacring this. Yeah. And it. <sighs> Ooh, Vinks, so, Jar Jar Abrams is so overrated. So oh, so, so literally, it is it, it is the get craven of the 2010s, and that it's you so have. Bad. Another case, in this case, it's like J.J. Abrams getting his kid a job. But with a good craven, you had Joe Quesada bringing his buddy, yeah. Ron Zimmerman, in. Yeah. And this know, is very this exactly. This is exactly the buddy. And, and, and this, was, this was everything wrong with that magnified because of, of who it was. And it just, it just if the story was, was well written. It's um, deadbeat. It's deadbeat. Parent Peter Parker. Peter Parker. Peter Parker's unrecognizable. Aunt May's barely he lost a hand. Aunt May's raising another kid because Peter abandoned him. Because uh, Mary Jane gets spridged in the first issue. In the first ten pages, uh, you you marketed this with Mary Jane a Peter being a Peter and Mary Jane story, and then you literally fridge Mary Jane ten pages in. Uh, you you're doing a another son of Peter Parker. We had a very much uh, another kid of Peter Parker. I'm sorry, but this was far superior storytelling than uh, than what we what we've gotten. And I don't care about this right. redheaded jerk of a kid, Peter uh, Benjamin Parker. Well, there is a two hour episode for you about Spider News. We haven't done one since October, so I want to thank everybody on the panel. Well, that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, one more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites, where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to uh, that I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like at this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you.